To KGB Radio, episode 40, official podcast of knownbriefers.com. Uh, I am your host, Rock. Joining me today, Mr. Chris Lindendahl. Hello. Hey, hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, thank you. Great. Thanks for having me. Uh, no problem. And uh, we have special guest, uh, Mr. Craig Candico from geekenstein.com. Craig, how's it going? Well, you said my name... Uh... My last name properly. First time. Good job. <laughs> I, uh, my, 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 my last name is butchered ungodly. I mean, even my first name is butchered, but it's more butchered in, in the spelling. Like when I, when I grew up, no kid knew how to spell Craig. And I would get C-R-E-G, K-R-E-I-G, things like that. But when it comes to my last name, no one just, you know, Candico, Candico. Uh, I would get Candico. Can, oh. Can can dicko can dicko yeah and and for some reason black people like to add another n and I have no idea where it comes from but they will call me can dinko <laughs> and I have no idea where the second n comes from I my my real job I have a boss and she goes hey what's up can dinko and I have to constantly tell her I only have one n in my last name ma'am I I have a feeling that like like elementary school bullies would really prefer can dicko right. Uh, I, it, I, it just seems like a thing they'd go, oh, what's up, Candico? Oh. Yeah. You know, I, I really didn't have a problem with, with bullies in school. Yeah. I, went to Catholic, I went to Catholic school, and, and and you got in trouble for chewing gum, so it was pretty strict. Oh, oh, I was thinking, I mean, I've met you in person, and, and you're a pretty physically intimidating guy, I figure. <laughs> no, I'm not. How <laughs> yeah, am yes. I intimidating? No, no, not, not, not in your mannerism, but, but you are twice you know, the physical size of Yeah, so. yeah you, you are twice my size, like, and I mean oh. that in, in, a, in a good way, like, yeah. Well, in a masculine way. In a masculine okay. way. <laughs> wow, okay, thanks. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know, when I, I graduated high school, I was, you know, I, I'm, I'm 5'11", almost, like 5'11 and a half, almost 6 foot, depending on what kind of shoes I'm wearing. Ladies. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but like, when I graduated high school, I was like a buck 50 wet, you know, soaking mm. wet. Uh, and then I joined the Army, and after four years of active duty, I gained like 25 pounds of muscle. Damn. Um, but then now, so I was like 175. Um, now I'm a bit beyond that because just uh, <laughs> when, you, when you when you uh, turn 39 and you're you know once you hit a certain age and your metabolism just stops, <laughs> um, just slams on the brakes. Yeah, I mean it just stops, and I could look at a Twinkie and I can gain weight. But the one thing that like my wife hates about me, if I cut out soda. And McDonald's, I could lose twenty five pounds without blinking. Oh yeah, that would uh, that would do it. Yeah, just a spider. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, uh, let's see. Now that I really de- derailed your video game podcast no, with that no. short story. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. It's fine. Um. So, uh, Chris, um, presumably, you play video games. Yes. I've heard this before. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What, um, what, what, what ones did you play in the intervening two weeks? Uh, you played the Sleepy Dogs. That's really all I played. Seriously, I Sleepy Dogs. I played uh, 
some more Pat's Connect games. Oh, okay. Uh, how was Sleeping Dogs? I heard a lot of good excellent. things about that. Yeah, I heard excellent. a lot of good things about it. Here's, I'll tell you, uh, for your listeners and stuff, I'm going to do a quick back-end story about Sleeping Dogs. Um, I have a cousin who is an effects artist uh, at Activision. Oh, shit. Currently, he works for Treyarch, and he's working on um, Black Ops 2. Oh, that's okay. awesome. His resume was he started off uh, with Spider-Man 3 uh, in, the t- in, the t- in the tutorial mission at the very beginning that where like Bruce Campbell is narrating, like, go here, go here. His job was to set the building on fire. So anything <laughs> on fire, it's his work. Uh, okay. From there, he went to um, Call of Duty World at War, and that had with, like, wow. uh, especially, like, in Okinawa, the missions and... Uh, uh, Blowtorch and corkscrew, where you are setting trees and shit on fire. So um, he's a fire specialist. He—that's what he was getting, like, uh, kind of like roped into. Like, if anything that needed to be put on fire, <laughs> that was his job. Um, he's a digital from, arsonist for hire. Pretty much. Okay. Um, <laughs> from there, he's worked on Black Ops One. Um, after the whole fiasco of Modern Warfare 3 getting split up with Infinity Ward and all this other stuff, um, him and his team had to go in into like multiplayer and missions and do effects for that. And then now he's working on, now he's working on uh, Black Ops 2. Uh, but before uh, Black Ops 1 was announced, he was working on a game and he was telling me and my uncle it was called Black Lotus. Oh, okay. And yep. And, and their mindset was that Black Lotus was going to be a GTA set in China. Okay. Um, they worked on that for a few months. Uh, I think almost honestly, almost like a year into oh, wow. it. And then they just they scrapped it in order to make Black Ops 2. They're like, you know what? This isn't going anywhere. And people want Call of Duties. Let's scrap this. And, and we're going to make Black Ops 2. Um, Black Lotus then got bought up, become True Story Hong Kong. <clears throat> True Crime Hong Kong. True Crime, that's right. True Crime Hong Kong, which now ultimately has become um, Sleeping Dogs. Yep. But um, I had, like I said, I had a cousin who laid the uh, initial groundwork uh, of that game. That's so, awesome. So anything on fire in Sleeping Dogs was your cousin? Maybe, um, <laughs> but like I said, it was such a long, long time ago. You got to figure when was Black Ops? You know, that was a couple of years ago, and then you kind of yeah. add like yeah. another year before that and stuff. It I might have, Black honestly, Lotus it may was have like actually two thousand nine. Yeah, it, you know what? It it actually may have been scrapped in um, before World at War came out. Actually, now that I'm Holy thinking shit. about it, it may have it may have been longer than that. So you got to think of what a d- development cycle of just this one game. <laughs> has gone through well and i mean like a, a lot of the time in my experience anyway when, when games go through such kind of troubled development of starts and stops and changing publishers and changing developers it doesn't usually turn out very well but um sleeping dogs I, I played it too sleeping dogs is fucking awesome yeah it's really great yeah i mean i don't remember exactly what you said but you you, you had something very glowing in your review chris you, you had some line that like jumped out at me is basically being like like I can't remember what it was right now, but it, you basically said it was like the greatest thing ever. No, this yeah, game okay. is this game is said, great. Yeah, I said this, this game yeah. am good. This game am good and doesn't afraid <laughs> of anything. <laughs> but uh, so, did you beat? You, I'm assuming you beat Sleeping Dogs. Yeah. Okay. I beat it. Finished it. I didn't do all the, the uh, every single side mission, but enough. You don't need you get to get the flavor. Yeah. 
so, so, about let me ask you, so let me ask you this. I haven't played the game, but like I said, when my cousin first started developing the game, he said it was like a Grand Theft Auto in, in, in China. Yeah. Is that what the game yes. ended up being? Totally. Yes, it's Grand Theft Auto Hong Kong, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it, it, I like uh, Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto Yellow People, <laughs> <laughs> the little people. That, that's what they like being called, right? right? Um, yeah, like like I, I don't really like Grand Theft Auto games that much. Um, like the, the story kind of bores me. The gameplay doesn't really grab me very much, and um, th this has so much more of everything that I wanted Grand Theft Auto to have. It, it's it, it's really awesome. It's I, much more focused. Yeah, it is. Which I yeah. think works too. It's, See, it's... I, I, I'm I'm a fan of the Grand Theft Autos, <laughs> except for San Andreas. Oh it wow! Was like, That's I, my favorite one. <laughs> That's the one I never well, here, played. Well, see, here's here's my reasoning behind it. Sometimes I just like a game. I could just play when I have to eat and work out and then do this and do that. And I, I'm like, it, it just, it's too much. Yeah. You know, that's like, when, that's like a driving game. I, feel I like just want to be able to, I just want to be able to push a button for accelerate. I can steer and reverse. I don't want to have to think about, okay, the car suspension and the muffler yeah. and the tuning. I just want, that's why I like, I like games like blur and need for speed as opposed Absolutely. to Gran Turismo or Forza. There's a uh, quite a bit of United Front who made Sleeping Dogs comes from the Need for Speed series. Right. Yeah, I was actually surprised yeah. to, to so hear that. So a lot that. of the, the driving is very similar to the Need for Speed open world games like yeah. Most Wanted and Underground. Yeah, the driving is is really good. I don't like the camera so much, but the actual handling of the cars is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the oh god, the, the combat like the the fist the fist fighting in that game is is awesome. Yeah, like, the combat is what sets it apart from GTA. It's Less, less guns, more kung fu. Yeah, yeah, totally. Which, I mean, like, I, I feel like you can't do a, a Hong Kong game without, you know, really without hand-to-hand -hand combat. You know, yeah. and they they nailed it, uh, Craig. It's 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 very similar to uh, Arkham City or, or Arkham Asylum. If you if you played those, like, it, it's that same kind of very simple system um, that's more just based on 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 timing. You're not having to do like massive button combos or anything like that, but it's it's very satisfying and it's awesome. Okay, well that makes sense because see, I I, I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm more of a fan of Arkham Asylum than Arkham City. Okay. Um, but the content still was the same. But I like that. It would, they would even tell you in like you know, just hit the X button a million times. You gotta go with this fluidness, this flow. Yeah. Um, especially like when I, I'm a big achievement uh, whore. Yeah, you are. And, yes, you are. <laughs> um, and everything. So I would go for those achievements, like the perfect combo, where you have to use all 12 moves in in one flow. Everything and when you when you would start practicing just going for that achievement, it made all of the combat challenges a million times easier. Like when you were going for like the gold uh, for those achievements, because like the Arkham Asylum, I got a perfect thousand out of a thousand on it. Holy shit! Um, but the key thing was because of the combat challenges. If you didn't, if you weren't, if you weren't skilled in the combat challenges. Then you weren't you weren't even going to get close to a score that could get gold, right? And I, I feel like Sleeping Dogs never quite achieved the the depth of a Arkham fighting system. But yep. I think that that those basics are good to be taken out into a different series. Totally, totally. Um, the shooting is crap. I, shooting I hate the crap, shooting yeah. in that game. The shooting is is terrible. Um, I understand why it's there, but I hate it. <laughs> It's really only for set pieces, though. 
That's true. That's true. You, like, like every the major ends of the axe is you get a gun. Right. Yeah. You fight your way through like thirty guys. <clears throat> yeah. And then you don't get a gun again for a few more minutes. Yeah. And then so the gun's gone yeah. and you're well, fine. I think that I think that probably goes with what you were saying though. It's more you know, they want you to do the kung fu stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. You, they put a lot more time into the fighting than the shooting. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. And the world is excellent. Oh, I know. It's it's very. I, I've never been to Hong Kong, uh, but it, it's it's. I think in your review, Chris, you you said it, it made you feel like being in Hong Kong. Like it felt like a convincing. Yeah. It was a convincing environment, and and I definitely got that. Like I didn't feel like I was in Liberty City. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or or any American city. You're yeah. you are clearly at at every turn. The game reminds you you are in a different country. Yeah. And it's awesome. I, I think it's awesome. Sometimes it's so literally fantastic. because you're on the other side of the traffic pattern. So. E- yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> it it reminds you forcefully sometimes that you're in another country. So I, you know I'd, I'd say uh, this 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 brings up a good idea or a thought. Like for games like say the Spider-Man games that take place in Manhattan or Grand Theft Auto, mm-hmm. you know, um, four. Uh, that place in Liberty City. Uh, are the people that actually are from New York are they better at the game? Because they're like, oh, I know, I know this. I know, I know, I know where I to sh- go. Yeah, I just go down. I'll just make a left at Times Square and head down. Well, you know, uh, our friend Dan Bethel. Oh yeah. Uh, his father grew up in L.A. Oh yeah. Forties. Oh my God. Yeah. He told this story on our podcast. It was amazing. Yeah. And he said he said that he could uh, navigate through memory. Yeah. The old streets of L.A. So. Yeah. Oh, for L.A. Noir? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like oh, that's his, badass. Yeah, it's he awesome. was saying his dad's this like old curmudgeonly guy. He doesn't understand video games, and like uh, Dan brought brought his dad over and like showed him this. And like his his dad grew up in L.A. He's he was a historian. He taught like L.A. history at a Correct. college or something. Yeah. And so he brought his dad over and like showed him this. And yeah, his dad was like he giving him a guided tour. Like Dan was playing the game, but his dad was like, "Oh yeah, if you take a left here, you know there'll be this thing so on this road." Find the sister's house. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Bad, that's badass. Yeah, yeah. It's really yeah. Cool. And and he he said. Uh, I I think he gave L.A. Noir his game of the year because yeah. of that, like how it connected him and his dad, and like watching his dad, kind of like like uh, almost as though he was walking back in his teenage years again. Like, yeah, it was incredible. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I always I always like to hear stories like that. You yeah. know, where 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 you have some critic that's getting paid, you know, to do this review, and they just bash a game, you know. But you got to realize these developers and, and writers and the effects artists, you know, they work hours upon hours upon hours. They don't, like I said, I can use my cousin as an example again. When it comes time to crunch time, when Call of Duty comes out, he's, yeah, working, oh, he's, working, he's working six to seven days a week, like 18-hour shifts yeah. uh, to, make, to make sure the stuff goes through. Uh, and I feel you like know? there's probably... All of us growing up have some sort of attached memory to a game that is objectively shitty. Sure. <laughs> so, like, yeah, you know, even if a game is not a five out of five from critics or reviewers, there's somebody who's going to get attached to what you're making. Yeah, totally. There's people out there that love just... Mafia too. Sure. For example. Yeah. You yeah. know, and there's and, and there's people. It, it goes even in like the movie world. I met Roger Ebert. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll give it oh, this movie, blah blah blah. But then you go out and watch it, and they're like, "Man, what are you talking about? This this movie was fun. Right, Expendables <laughs> you know? was awesome. <laughs> I liked yeah. Expendables one a little bit better than two. Yeah, I, I agree. Like I left two. Like once again, this goes into my theory of more is not better. You know, I did not like San Andreas. I wasn't liked. 
Ark City, but I like the more intimate setting of Arkham oh, yeah, Asylum. Okay. Expendables, it looked like they started throwing too much at it with cheesy one-liners. It was the same thing. You know, yeah, it was cool to see Schwarzenegger and Chuck Norris on the same screen. <laughs> But then it wasn't. It wasn't this intimate feeling and, and character development and back. You know. Now, granted, Expendables. You don't. You're <laughs> right. not going to that movie for a story. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my best. My best thing of what makes Expendables great is the same thing that makes a good porno great. Not a, a crappy story, but a lot of action. Okay. All right. I can see that. <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with that, but yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Sure. There's money shots all over the place. Well, no. Sure. I mean, you got to have a little bit of in between. Right. You know, it's yeah, 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 great, you but know. yeah. Yeah, it's storytelling. Yeah, you know, but, but you know, we're guys. How many times you you watch a porno for a story? You want the action. And right, I'm just fast and forwarding so, through most of it. Right, and that's sometimes what you want in a movie and even in a game. Yeah, I just want you know, I just get you know, how many times you you skip cutscenes because like blah 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 blah. I just want to shoot people. Just get me to the money shot. It's the Vanquish right. school of game design. Yeah, kind of. Vanquish was basically six hours of money shots. Yeah. Like, almost <laughs> completely un- uninterrupted money shots. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty awesome. Uh, all over. Yeah. Uh, so, Craig, um, have you been playing any games recently? Um, I've been playing Darksiders 2. Oh, nice. How How is that? Um, I was a, when Darksiders 1 came out, a lot of people were like, oh, it's a Zelda ripoff, it's a God of War ripoff. Um... But it's a badass ripoff. It's pretty fucking <laughs> awesome. Um, Darksiders 2 pretty much follows that same flow where you've got, you know, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's platforming with puzzle solving like that. But I feel that switched more. They got away from Gears of, uh, Gears of War, God of War, and did more RPG-ish uh, because there's complete customization of your character. And there's, like, looting... So as you go through the dungeons and stuff like that, and you open up chests, not only do you get gold, but you'll get, like, gloves and boots and cowls and, um, and like, uh, different armor pieces and different weapons and stuff like that. So almost yeah, like, like, you know, like, yeah, it's loot. So it's just like almost Borderland, Borderlands-ish, you know? Um, so your character, depending on what you go with, like like me when I when I play with death, um, I'm playing on Apocalyptic, which is really it's not that difficult. It's the hardest setting, but just like in the first game, it's really not that difficult if you if if you just are careful. Uh, it's it's not like playing Call of Duty on veteran right off the bat, where that's pretty much a nightmare, you know? Right. Um, but like I like to collect the the loot and the the different things that to customize your guy that has like health regen, and depending on what you do, like say you like using a lot of the magic powers, you can you can collect stuff or buy stuff through the different people like the different vendors, um, that uh, gives you either more experience or more this or more that depending on what your style of play is. Like I said, I like the health regen because even in a big ass battle. You'll start regaining your health back if you're if you're dodging and stuff. Um, Do you feel like this, the changes they made to the systems would scare off some Darksiders ones fans? No, 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 no. And there's so many really cool little aspects to the game. Um, for example, let's say you and I are both playing Darksiders, and I for a long time I've been using this badass weapon, but then I find another badass weapon that is better, and you'll never use that other badass weapon again playing i can 
through this what's called the serpent tomes i can email you that weapon and then you could start playing with it oh whoa that's pretty cool they have they have a complete email system so uh, <laughs> as long as you sign up through thq's website and stuff like that and you link like your your xbox gamer tag or if you play on playstation uh, which i don't know why xbox is better anyway um <laughs> Anyway, uh, so like I said, you can you can, and there's even an achievement for it. Uh, it's oh, like a ten uh, point achievement. <laughs> it's like a ten point achievement of finding a buddy of yours some sort of uh, item. Okay. Um, it's kind of encouraging it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, like I like it, it seems it seems to me like um, there's a there's a lot more. Um, character customization in this one because in in Darksiders 1 it didn't really seem like there was there was a huge amount of character customization it was mostly just like you know like what what character skills are you taking but there there weren't that many and yeah, I mean you, you had have... skill tree you had a skill tree yeah. and this one has it too and I'll tell you you can pretty much you've got like the necromancer side of your skill tree and then oh, I forget okay. the other name uh, the other side but I highly recommend you boosting the shit out of your necromancer side because the key thing is these ghouls. While you're in a fight, you can use your magic powers and summon these three ghouls. Nice. To to then fight for you. Sweet. And then as you upgrade them, it could be like um, uh, how long they, how how much health each ghoul has because the uh, the. the enemies will start like fighting them and they only have a limited amount of health and once they are killed then they disappear you have to summon more ghouls uh you can so you can upgrade like the health of your ghouls you can upgrade that the enemies when you summon the ghouls will forget about you and go after your ghouls so when you're in like a big major boss fight um like i had to take on this like ice king <laughs> um and this guy's got like this ice hammer that just like you get hit and your energy is gone. So I would summon up these these ghouls. They the the, the boss would focus on them, and I just go in the back and start slash hacking and slashing them and stuff. Um, the other thing too, then you upgrade to explosive factors. Oh. So it's like so imagine these ghouls are going after a, a boss and they are about to die. Right when they die, they explode, which is more damage. <laughs> That's kind of awesome. That's pretty awesome. Um, <clears throat> and then you can like uh, you can uh, buy these like crows, and they shoot out, and then they start pecking at the guys. And as they peck, they'll give you like health and and magic powers and stuff like that. Uh, um, it just, definitely seems like they they fleshed out a lot more than the first Dark Siders game. Like they took their time with it. Yeah, or tried to go in a different direction. Yeah, the only thing you could really do with Darksiders 1 was you could get that abysmal armor. Oh, I didn't even get that. I, I don't think I've oh, even I finished that. Darksiders. Oh, I, I, uh, Darksiders 1, I got a 1,000 out of a 1,000 on. <laughs> um, so, how, like, roughly how far are you into Darksiders 2 right now? Um, I'm, like, 30 hours in, and I still Whoa. got the game beat. That's that's a lot longer than the first game was, isn't it? Yes, yes. Like, it I mean, the is. first one was, like, 12 hours, roughly? Yeah, uh, this is a, this is a long game because not only do you have the main story, but you have side quests too, and that adds another RPG element to okay. it. Um, so it's like you have probably about a twenty-hour game with another fifteen hours of side questing you can do. Holy shit! So it seems like and, they added a lot more, just overall, just a lot more RPG elements. Right. Um, then, <clears throat> then 
There's other little things that I really appreciate about the game. Like, every time you quit the game and then restart the game, the game will then say, previously, like on Darksiders, or no, 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 it's uh, the narrator's like, this has been the journey so far. And then whatever your major thing in the storyline that you just accomplished, go over that. So, like, let's say you, you, you haven't played the game in a while and you load it back up. And then this pops on your screen. You're like, oh, okay, that's where I was at in the story. And you're completely reminded. Oh, nice. Yeah. The other thing that's awesome is that you can save anywhere in the game. Oh, beautiful. You can save anywhere in the game. And then if you quit out and go to the menu screen, the <clears throat> menu will uh, adapt to where uh, death was at. And oh, it'll nice. do this like this camera angle that spins around him and looks at him at different angles so however death is customized that's on your main menus whatever room that death was at when you saved it that's the room he's in and it com it constantly <clears throat> changes like that and it was like these little nuanced touches that I was like that's really kind of cool that's awesome I, I mean like I I'm so sick and tired of, of just kind of like arbitrary save points. You know what I mean? Like, just let me fucking save wherever I want. Like, why why is that a, a problem? Like, that that's really yeah. cool to hear that they've done that. Yeah, I would say Darksiders 2, and, and it kind of had it in the first game, but really think of uh, Prince of Persia because you have those those climbing and wall running. Like, there's some walls where you look at it, like, how do I do it? And then you, and then what's nice is they, they have these little subtle hints in the walls of, like, scratch marks. And you're like, oh, okay, that's where he would run and, and hold his hand out for friction to let him stay on that wall longer. Okay. And then you could jump from one wall to another wall, <clears throat> jump on a corner, um, you know, hit this one piece, climb up. So you've got this fluid the same way that Persia had. That's awesome. Uh, like the sand, the sand, that's, was it the Sands of Time? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it has some really awesome Prince of Persia thing. It has some, so I, and I'm not a big RPG guy. This game dummies it down so you don't have to, like, break out an encyclopedia about this and that. You could just play it. Right. Um, and then this goes into, like, a lot of people, like, I don't say bashing it, but, like, we're giving it, like, Seven and a half, eight. I go to me. This is a nine. I mean, there are some downfalls. Like uh, sometimes the controls are a little wonky, um, and sometimes the camera gets away. Like when you're getting into a hot and heavy boss fight, but you but you have your back against that invisible wall. Uh -huh. The camera doesn't know which way to go, so it'll zoom into like the back of Death's head. You're like, I got, I got to dodge. Oh, I got to. <laughs> You know, um, yeah. and that's the other thing too. Like I just said, dodge. Death is such a badass. He don't block. There's oh, no really? block button. <laughs> you gotta dodge. And okay. if if you, which <clears throat> is like your um, right bumper above on your controller, uh, you get timing down with that with the dodges. You, you won't get hit. Nice, awesome. And. And like I said, I just, the, the the fighting is really cool. The more and more that you grade uh, and unlock moves and stuff, um, it's just devastating. When, when when you're in a fight with against thirty guys that are all going after you, and you get your ghouls, uh, you raise your ghouls up. I had a four hundred hit combo, dude. And it just and it just like shits on fire. It's exploding. These guys and you can like execute guys uh, for better for like to replenish your health and your magic powers. Um, 
And then just like how war could like when uh, after you filled like his wraith meter would turn into that big uh, like red demon guy. Death can do that too. He, um, he turns into like he turns into Grim Reaper, right? Yeah, he turns yeah. into like the Mecha Grim Reaper. Like he's just he just towers above everybody. He's completely invincible for like thirty seconds, and you just wail on people. So that's a that's a fuck yeah out of five from Batman. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, like I said, certain things. Like I said, um, other downfall is just like everything in this game comes in threes. Oh. You can't just go and do this. No, no, no. I have to get uh, through the, the city of death. I have to talk to the judiciary there. And in order for him to join my team, I have to save three souls. Right. So I have to it's go a, to, the, I have to, go to three different trope, yeah, I think. It, yeah, everything is in threes. Yeah. Like, yep. you start playing it. This side quest, you have to do three things. Uh, in this part of the mission, you got to go to three dungeons. In this mission, you got to go and click three things. So everything was just the power of three in the game. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but uh, the environments are great. Each world has a different look and a feel depending on how uh, evil the world is. Um, uh, it's got its own set of music. And it's really cool, too, that the music, um, you are in a conflict and a big fight. It, it gets the high tempo, like, dun, 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 you know, and you start fighting and stuff. And it really sets the mood and gives you a good feel. And then when you finally, you know, you're almost dead and you clear the room out, it goes back to nice, soothing, calming music and stuff like that, you know. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Uh, well, have you been playing anything else? <clears throat> uh, that's, no, that's, that's, that's really it. Yeah, sounds like it's taken quite a bit of your time and <laughs> yeah. effort. I, like I said, I, I said, and then there's still DLC that has, it hasn't even come out yet either. So, oh nice. Um, but also too, if um, you haven't bought the game and you're like, oh, where do I buy it from? I would highly recommend you buying it from Best Buy. Reason why is at Best Buy you unlock the Angel of Death armor. Uh, sweet. And the Angel of Death armor, all the armor, like I said. The gloves, the boots, his uh, cape, his like loincloth piece, so to speak. <laughs> All that is health regeneration. Oh, nice! And then you get a good, you get an awesome weapon with it, and uh, you can't use that stuff until you hit to level five, which take you long to get. And from levels one through five, it's pretty much all tutorial stuff. Right. But once you hit level five, and you can actually then use armor and stuff like that it's it's so worth it buying it from best buy so awesome. your paycheck from best buy is on the way yeah <laughs> thank you because <laughs> well, uh, you had you had a gamestop exclusive you had an amazon exclusive yeah every and, three usual um, these days and and i actually had an advanced copy of dark from my old website Whoa. so i had the game i had the game about two weeks before it came out oh <laughs> <laughs> Which I end up not reviewing because I told uh, I was like I quit, bye, and I'm taking the game with me. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, but what was really cool from THQ <clears throat> is um, I had gotten every single DLC code from like pre-order bonuses, so oh, I nice. got to play with it. I got to play with every single piece of pre-order stuff. So I was I was on Twitter saying if you're gonna buy it, this buy it this way. Nice. 
Awesome. Buy, buy that, buy that <clears throat> spy because of the, like I said, that regeneration uh, of the health. Right, right. Uh, well, I, you know, I, I haven't really been playing much. Um, I uh, tribes always playing tribes and getting getting super into that. Um, and uh, mostly though, after a lot of turmoil, I broke down, and I decided to get Guild Wars two. Um, because you love MMOs. I I actually I hate MMOs. That's the thing. <laughs> I I fucking hate MMOs. I I've played a few of them, and I invariably end up getting insanely bored and and just hating it. And um, you know, ever since I I saw the announcement for Guild Wars two and and started seeing some of the stuff they were talking about about just you know how how this game was going to be different from other MMOs. I I was interested in it, um, and and I didn't get it on launch day because I I still wasn't sure yet. Did and, you play Guild Wars one? Did I play Guild Wars yeah. one? Um, I I played a demo of it, which lets you play for like a certain amount of time. Right. Um, and you know that that was okay. That was all right. Um, I mean Guild Wars one was was weird. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Um, so you bought a sequel to a game you thought was okay. <laughs> yep. Right. Yep, and it's awesome. Great. It's so cool. I like it. It does a lot of the stuff that I I had always kind of wanted MMOs to do, and it, it successfully avoids a lot of the stuff that I that I hate about MMOs. Like one of the, one of my big bugaboos with MMOs is like, oh, this guy wants you to go to this place and kill ten pigs, or, or maybe not ten kill ten pigs. teeth. Yeah. Oh, but you know you gotta you gotta get this one item that this thing drops, but you're gonna have to kill like fifty of them to get like ten of this thing, and that really blows. I hate that. I hate just running around an area just killing the same monster, just hoping for a thing to drop. Like that's the worst thing ever. Um, Guild Wars doesn't do that. Uh, it does not do that at all. Like you'll you'll see on your map like there's like a a, a heart. And, and it just says, like, assist this person here. And you go there, and it just gives you a very, like, general thing. Like, um, as an example, I was near a farm, and it said, like, oh, well, help this farmer out by uh, watering their crops uh, or by... Giving them a handy. Uh, giving them a handy. Um, <laughs> by, uh, uh, there, there was, like, these, these like, big, like, wor- like six-foot-tall, like, worm creatures that would come out, like, like kill those things. Tremors. Um, tremors, yeah. yeah. Uh, graboids, uh, they call them. And, uh, I, was, I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, so, so it's just like there's like a, there's like a handful of things that you can do, and there's no like set amount of things that you have to do. There's just basically like a bar. So um, every time you complete one of these tasks, it just it fills that bar a little bit more, and when it's full, that's done. And and they give you some you get you know your requisite experience and uh, special currency and stuff like that, and then you move on. So uh, what are you? You're an elf? I, no, no. Uh, there's actually not really an elf in this game. Um, there, there's there's a the, the closest a goblin. Thing, no, no. The, the closest thing to an elf. I I, I wanted to be an elf because I thought there might be elves, but right. there aren't elves. Right. Um, there, there's this uh, weird creature called a silvari, which is basically like a plant person. Okay, I've heard of this. Yeah, and and I don't want to be a plant person because they really look like plant people. It's not just like oh, I'm a, like I'm Audrey a, too. I'm a green person. No, not quite. Uh, think like if Audrey two and like a regular person did it, like their kid. Pretty guy. It's like green. It's, you're talking <laughs> little shepherd quarters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, you See, know, I caught like, the reference. <laughs> <laughs> like they're uh, the silvery. They're they're green skinned. Like, like poison they're, ivy. They're. More planty, more okay, plantish. Okay. Like their, their hair just is kind of just like branches. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, their their skin is like like leaves, and it's really no. So I'm just a human. Like nothing. I was like, I don't, I don't want to be any of these things. I'll just be a human. Uh, and uh, I'm a I'm a warrior. 
uh, a warrior. It's it's like a like a damage, you know. It's like a fighter. They the they they fight stuff. Um, one of the things that I really like about it is that, like, there's there's just a shit ton of weapons, and every class can use a, a bunch of different kinds of weapons, and every class will have different attacks with those weapons. So, like, you start out with, like, say, like, you start out with just, like, a sword, like a regular sword. You have one attack with that sword. As you kill stuff with it, you will unlock new attacks with that weapon. So you hit one to swing your sword? Uh, you can, if you want to, um, is, or you can just double-click a guy. Is it auto-attack? Yes. Is it turn-based? No. Oh okay. Yeah, it's not turn based. Right. Um, it's 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 just it's auto attack and uh, yeah, like as as you as you kill people or, or kill monsters, you 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 will learn new abilities with that weapon, and that happens with every weapon that you find. So like I've just been going through and just every weapon I find, I use it until I learn all the abilities with it. Are you on Earth? No, uh, I don't know where you are, but it's not Earth. It's what it's, are you doing? What am I doing? Like right now? Uh, I assume you're fucking collecting sheep or something. No, 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 nothing like that. Boring the audience is what he's doing. (laughs) Hey, oh, (laughs) no, it's it's. it's, Sorry, I had. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, No, there's uh, like the the over the overriding plot right now is is that there's um, like these bandits that are somehow connected to uh, like like a um, almost like a like a clerical order in the city that's that's you know, ostensibly supposed to be, like, keeping the order, but it's very clear that there's a connection between these two, and so you're trying to figure out how the two are connected, and, and, and um, like, they're basically, like, this this clerical order is, like, letting the bandits, like, sneak into town and, like, burn down, like, orphanages and hospitals and stuff so that, like, the, the kind of, like, the cops of the city look bad so that the clerical order can gain more influence and stuff. And that's different for, for everybody. Like, that's the human story, but, like, if, whatever race you're playing, they'll have a totally different starting story. And this is free. Uh, well, the game is not free. You pay for the game, but there's no monthly fee. It's a retail game. Yeah, yeah, retail game. You I bought, bought it at Target. Steam? Target? Yep, it's not on Steam actually. Oh, right. okay. Yeah, I was surprised because Guild Wars One is on is on Steam, right. but uh, yeah, I, I bought it at Target for fifty dollars. For uh, fifty dollars, I don't remember. Okay, I bought other stuff. I bought some canned That's air. So much money. Uh, it doesn't really I just it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I'm just making it rain. <laughs> um, just throw money at the bitches, <laughs> <laughs> popping bottles. But uh, yeah, no monthly fee, which is nice. I I, I hate the idea of uh, the. The feeling of, of like, well, I'm gonna play this game because I'm paying for it. Like, I don't really like it that much, but I'm paying for it, so I got to get my money's worth out of it. So that's cool. Um, and and unlike the first Guild Wars, it, it feels like a it feels like a real MMO. You know, like that Guild Wars one didn't really feel like a real MMO at all. Um, it was it was so heavily like instanced, and um, this this is a real MMO. And for better or worse, it's pretty damn good so right. far. I'm. I'd say so far I'm, I'm maybe, I don't know, six or seven hours into it, so not, not super far, okay. but uh, I like it. I like it. So, um... It's your prerogative. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty good. Well, I mean, you, you say that, I, like, I'm not Zach. Like, I'm not gonna, like, throw my life away to this game. Like, I still have priorities. You're not gonna lose friends and family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I think, uh, I think we're gonna go to break, yeah? Okay. Alright, great. So, uh, we'll be right back. And we are back. Uh, Craig, the song bringing us in was... 
Uh, Lonely Boy by the Black Keys. Lonely Boy by the Black Keys. Yep. Sweet. All right. Um, so news. Uh, we got a little bit of news. Oh, oh, oh I, oh, I got to call Chris out on something really. Oh, quick. oh, we have controversy. No, 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 no this controversy. I just, I, I just laughed my ass off. Uh, during the break, uh, yep. Chris got up on the phone with, uh, I think, a girlfriend yep. or something. Yeah. Okay. And he put her on speaker, and uh-huh. her phone picked up really good. I could hear the entire conversation. It's <laughs> awesome. And, and the conversation was about three minutes of him trying to explain yeah. to his girlfriend uh-huh. that his dad bought some Ghostbusters action figures. Yeah. And she kept saying, what? Yeah. What? And he's like, Ghostbusters. What? And he's like, Ghostbusters action figures. And then her response was, you mean like boys? He's like, yeah. Okay, I got to go what? and then ended the, then ended the conversation and I was oh. sitting there la- I was cracking my ass off like it was just like alright nerd and just like I gotta go bye so Sorry, Chris, that was uh, to, to be fair she's at work and Rocket's really bad cell phone reception at his house that's so. true I think that's where some of the misunderstanding was coming from I didn't even know you had a girlfriend nah she's a bitch oh alright well and she, so she doesn't know who Ghostbusters are she doesn't. Okay, well. I, I just thought, the, the, what she understood, because he had to say it like four or five <laughs> yeah. times, like, Ghostbusters. There was, there's to stay in there. Yeah, yeah like he was about to do, like, over the phone, he was about to do sign language, like, to spell <laughs> it out. Ghostbusters, you know? Yeah. And then when she finally caught, she's like, to- you mean like the toys? Yeah. He's like, yeah. Well, uh, I was I excited gotta go. about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, yeah, that's nice. I gotta go. I got I the just... backpack and the gun and the trap, so I'm all set for Halloween. Well, the and... proton pack. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I think if your girlfriend can't get behind that, she'd kick that bitch to the curb. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Literally. I'm also kind of upset. I didn't know you had a girlfriend. I thought we were friends. It's because it's your mom. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. You son of a bitch. She, we she went, didn't tell me she had a boyfriend. You don't trick the trickster. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah Rock, uh, you know, sorry, I ruined it. Uh, Chris said he wanted to wait till Christmas to to announce it to the family that, that they were in love. Yeah. And uh, Man, he's going to be your new stepdad. And we're pregnant. <laughs> God. Well, my life's over, so... Uh, <laughs> I guess we'll do a podcast now. Yes, we uh, will, son. Yep. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think from now on, that's going to be the running joke. Mm-hmm. Hey, yep. Chris, how you doing? Uh, not too bad, son. Let's not go too bad fishing. There, sport. <laughs> and for the last time, break the yard. I told you ten times. God. Uh, so, news. <laughs> um... There is going to <laughs> not be... Yeah, that was a graceful segue, yeah. right? Uh, there is no longer going to be a uh, Dawn Guard DLC for Dawn PS3. Guard. No, not Dawn Guard. Dawn Guard. Um, yeah, they, uh, Bethesda announced that... Um, well, they were having some problems, I guess, getting the oh. uh, Skyrim DLC, Dawn Guard, to mm-hmm. run on uh, PS3. Um, they were having some issues with it, and Skyrim had issues. They had Actually, trouble getting games to run on systems, period. Well, but they, they have even more trouble getting anything to run on PS3. And, uh, I mean, the, the PS3 version of Skyrim had, had massive bugs. And, yeah, yeah. And so they, they, uh, they had said that there was going to be a little bit of a delay on the PS3 version of Dawnguard. Yep, forever. And, 
And then they announced that it was that delay was in fact forever. <laughs> um, they they basically said they didn't say specifics, right. but um, not likely soon. Given well, no, no, they said specifically that it wouldn't be happening. They just didn't oh. say why. Mm-hmm. But given the fact that every Bethesda game sucks on PS3 more than anything else, uh, they just it, can't figure that shit out. Well, well, I mean, you know what? Here, here's here's something. A little bit. Uh, once again, this goes back to my cousin who works for Activision, um, and this is like you try to explain to people that you know I'm not just an Xbox fanboy. That I have some validity in my argument of why Xbox is better than PlayStation Three, um, and this is probably another reason is that when developers are going out to create <laughs> games, it is so much amazingly easier to create something on the Xbox sure. because it's Windows based. Right. So when PC, they when they basically. Right. It's basically a PC that you don't gotta spend twenty thousand dollars into a video card and all this other stuff. You can just play it. Yep. Um, when my cousin first started with Activision and like I said he did the effects for Spider Man three he would tell me that they would actually have to remove frame rate from the game in order for it to look and run smooth on a PlayStation. Oh, wow. Oh. And, and, that, and that the PlayStation, when it comes to giving like uh, developers the specs of it, they are still holding out on what, how powerful the PlayStation 3 is. I've heard that, yeah. You know, it I mean, seems we've heard, very we've, Japanese of them. No, like, like we've all heard stories where like the Air Force has take took like thirty PS3s yep. and turned it into a monster supercomputer. Yep. But 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 Sony still holds back on how to do stuff. Um, look look at Valve with the orange box. Yeah. You know when they ported the orange box over for Xbox, hey, no big deal. Here's the orange box, and and by the way, if that's not in your library, the orange box, something's yeah. wrong with you because oh, dude, that amazing. Is, that is that is a pinnacle game for anyone's Xbox library. It's yep. like ten bucks. Yeah, it's super yeah. cheap now. Anyway. Yeah. And, and then, but but like when when Valve was like, all right, we got on PlayStation Three. They're like, they looked at the PlayStation Three, uh, like the programming stuff, and they're like, fuck that. Yep. And then look, and look, they gave it to EA, and EA did an uh, abysmal yeah, port over that. of it. Yeah, you know. Well, and I mean, we we've been hearing for years now that from developers that developing for the PS3 is harder. It, it's it's so much harder. And and I think I think that you pretty much hit the nail on the head, Craig, with uh, basically I mean Xbox is essentially a PC. Like it has it, it has basically co- PC components. It's based on Windows. If you can develop for PC, you can develop for Xbox. Where PS3 like th- they were really really excited about this new this new system and this the new architecture point two. And, and the cell processor, but it's like nobody can fucking develop for it. Yeah. So right. good job. Let's also, let's also think about this too. Bayonetta. Like any game, whether you play oh. on Xbox, like Xbox or PlayStation, it should be the same game. Sure. Uh, look how many Major websites, Games Radar comes to mind that gave it score for Bayonetta on the Xbox, and then up a really a lot lower score on PlayStation, and it's the same game yeah. because it's a horrible port. Well, and I mean, like it's—I've said on the show before. Like, I didn't even buy an Xbox uh, until like like the middle of last year or the year before. I haven't had one for very long, and and I, I seriously spent months trying to decide which system I wanted to buy because I, I didn't have a bias or anything like that. I, I wanted to know what's better, and <laughs> I don't think I knew you at that point. But uh, uh, well, I knew of you, but um, oh, like, who has it? 
Well, that's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> but like, like one of the things that that swayed me was the fact that a lot of games that appear on both platforms, um, they, they typically run better on Xbox, and in some cases, they even look better. Like I was, I was uh, reading this really great uh, article on, I think it was like Ars Technica. This is a while ago, and they were comparing uh, Red Dead Redemption on Xbox and PS3, and they were like, oh, well, on Xbox it runs natively at 720p. It's got 2x anti-aliasing stuff like that. On PS3, it's running at like 540p, yeah. no anti-aliasing. Bushes look like shit. Edition, like, yeah. it, and 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 so that for me that was what swayed me. Like, I don't have a bias. It's just like, well, no. Uh, it's... I think that's why the best games on PS3 are the games that are only on PS3. Yeah, PS3 right. exclusives like, like, are like, good. God, like God of War, Uncharted, or Uncharted. Yeah. yeah. Like totally. I, I have a fr- I have a friend who reviews movies, and he's like, he goes, I want to buy one or the other. What do I buy? And then I'm like, well. What are you going to do with the system? Like he, he doesn't plan on doing any like multiplayer, and, and, and really Xbox is is, is amazing with multiplayer. Uh, between the cross game chatting and and just you know it's so easy to just get into a party and talk with your friends. Um, but because he's got like this movie background, I'm like, you know what? I would almost lean toward the X, the, the PlayStation for him because he could play Uncharted because he's a huge Indiana Jones fan. Sure. I'm like, dude, that's 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 Uncharted. You know, you could play God of War. That's Clash of the Titans. You know, um, uh, even Heavy Rain. I'm like, dude, Heavy Rain is a like a, a great just movie kind of game. Yeah. Because then you also get into like it's like okay, exclusives. You got. You know, if you're not really into Halo or Gears of War, yeah, you know, yeah, PS3 has some great stuff. It's just it, a matter of choosing that specifically over, yeah, and, I, I, and expect to play the inferior version of a multi-platform yeah. game in most cases. Yeah. You know, yeah. so sucks sucks for the PS3 people that they won't get that DLC. Like, yeah, Skyrim's kind of dead now without the. Uh, guard edition. Kinda. So, that sucks. Uh, moving on. Yep. Um, Funcom, uh, they laid off... Uh, the Fun Company? The, the Fun Com... I don't know if that's actually what that's short for. It seems like it would I'm be. going to say... It yeah, is. yeah. Um, they, they, they laid off a, a whole crap ton of people. They didn't say any specific numbers, but 60%. it's rumored... It's rumored like 50 or 60%, yeah. because uh, the Secret World tanked hard. It, it sold uh, 200,000 copies. Uh, which, I heard less than that. If you're making... It was, it was 200,000. 200, but if you are making an MMO... Yeah, but they gave away... But, yeah, but they gave 100,000 <laughs> uh, review copies away, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you made an MMO that, that only sold 200,000 or, you know, 100,000, right. you that that's bad. Yeah. That's bad news. So they basically just said, you know, sorry, dudes. Okay. Well, they made Age of Conan before... Yeah. Secret World. Yeah. And that didn't do very well either. It did better than that, though. It did. Yeah. But it, it hasn't lasted. It ended up selling like 700,000, but it, it yeah. yeah, it's done now. Um, so, so that, that kind of blows. Uh, I mean, I, I always hate to hear that people are losing their jobs. Yeah. Um, Hopefully so, they'll get a job at a better company. Yeah, hopefully. Well, it won't be PopCap uh, because PopCap oh, also wow. laid off a shitload of people. I, so. I, I was, I was, I was going to bring that up. I was <laughs> like, "Oh, did you, did you also hear about PopCap?" But you're ahead of me. Good job. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, uh, PopCap also laid off uh, a bunch of people. So All those zombies. That that really blows too. Like, yep. man, and, and like I know a lot of people are, are wanting to like jump in and, and like, oh, it's because of EA. Like EA owns them and they laid off people. I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. I, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go to that place, but. 
uh, who's to say how many people EA hired on to PopCap when they bought them though? It could have been substantial. What do you mean? Like added more people? Yeah. Oh, it's possible. Yeah, sure, it's totally possible. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know about that. But uh, and I don't think we we've seen specific numbers about how many people were let go from PopCap either. But uh, I don't think it's very big. I, it, it can't be a very big studio. No, they're just very successful with yeah. what they do. Super, so. super successful. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, <laughs> I saw... Layoffs at Sony. What's that? Layoffs at Sony. Oh, yeah. Cygnosis. Yep. Yeah. Cygnosis got let go as well. Yep. Uh, they were the Wipeout studio. Yep. And what else did they do? Fuck. Don't put me on the spot. Uh, did they do... They, they used to do F1, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So they're gone too. Yep. Man. Just... Man. Left and right. Left and right. THQ laid off people too. What? Yeah. Who? I don't know. What? I remember Jason Rubin sent out a oh. letter explaining why they had to let go of people. And I don't got passed around. Okay. But I don't remember what team it was from. It wasn't it Vigil. I feel like it was Vigil. The Darksiders. Yes, yes it was. Yeah, yeah. They they yeah. let a bunch of people go before the game launched. Yep. Yeah. Well, that sucks. Uh, what doesn't suck? Well, actually, this probably sucks too. Um, the uh, Square is putting out a Final Fantasy 25th anniversary pack. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah. I thought you were going to talk about. Yeah, no. Uh, it's um, it, it's it's all uh, 13 of the core Final Fantasy games oh, wow. um, in one big box. About 14. No. 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 I don't think eleven is in there. Actually, I think that would have to be part of. The yeah, game. eleven. Uh, yeah, I think eleven. Eleven might be in there. But yeah, well, they're not gonna. They don't want to sell anybody fourteen. That's <laughs> that's not. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's one one big old box. The weird thing is that is that they're all still in their original formats. So like, well, um, well, well, except for obviously you like NES cards. No, no, no. no. Oh. Like those are, those are like PS one versions. But like even oh. like like seven, eight, nine. There's they're just PS one versions. Really? Like the PS two ones are PS two versions. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just a be worth it for like having a PS one. If you have a PS1 like that works. But those should sell for like $60 still. Sure, yeah. How much is the box? $447. Oh, well, maybe not. So that's kind of expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it also comes with like like a soundtrack disc and like Are some other... Are they reprints? They'd have to be. They would have to be, yeah. yeah. I doubt they had like extra copies of those just hanging out. Huh. Like, Yeah. Uh, there, there's some pretty nice artwork with it, but... Um... I, I don't have two of the systems that those games are on. I everybody, don't have a working PS1. Everybody has those games. You, all right. you, who's coming into Final Fantasy at this point and saying... Also that. I yeah. would like all 13. I, I would like all 13 of your core games, please. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. Speaking that's, of Final Fantasy sucking. What? Final Fantasy 13 Lightning Returns. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a Final Fantasy uh, a third. And three. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Um, I, how did how did Final Fantasy 13 2 do? Did that do well? Apparently, I, I guess it must have. I, I don't know. I, I that's not really something that I pay much I attention to. Anyway. They gotta recoup that money from that's, fourteen, I guess. That's true. Well, and they and they they canceled uh, versus thirteen. They they basically were like, no, we're not doing that. We're instead we're gonna do thirteen uh, three. So, okay, sure, yeah. yeah. Um, the last <laughs> the last bit of news I have, uh, interplay is, uh. They're, they're reviving Black Isle Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Isle Studios, legendary uh, for... Um, they, they did Fallout and Fallout 2. Um, Toe Jam and Earl? N- I don't know about I that. I don't think they did. They, I don't think that was them. They uh, they, they were an art, like the in-house RPG people at Interplay. They did uh, Planescape Torment. Um, they they, they they developed Icewind Dale and Icewind Dale 2. They published Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate 2. So... Really, yeah. really, you know, 
high quality stuff, and none of those people work there anymore. Um, Nobody works at Interplay anymore. One guy does. <laughs> the guy who owns it. Well, I don't know if he's working there. Mr. But he, Interplay. Yeah, Mr. Interplay Senior. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, they, they announced on their website that they're bringing back Black Isle Studios. Uh, no idea, like, who is going to be working there. Chris Avalone uh, of Obsidian, who who used to work there. <laughs> Your favorite guy. Um, yeah, I, I like Chris Avalone. He's, he's all right. But he, he basically said, like, I didn't know anything about this. Like, I, I'm i not working there, and so nobody I know is working shut there. Shut down, fuckers. Well, no, I think he oh. was just, like, trying to get out ahead of, like, any rumors or anything. Right. Like, saying, like, they're getting the old Black Isle people together again. He was basically saying, like, no, I'm not there. Nobody I know is there. I, I don't thought, know what this is. I thought Black Isle became Obsidian. Well, a lot of people who worked at Black Isle... Uh, work at Obsidian now, okay. but but like it wasn't like Interplay formed Obsidian. Right, like right. Interplay fired all of Black Isle <laughs> right. like a week before Christmas, and Kirk Schilling style. A bunch, yeah, 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 yeah. And a, so a bunch of those people went on to form okay. Obsidian. So um, I, I guess we'll wait and see what happens with that. Nothing. Nothing. Nope. Yeah, it won't be. It won't be anything at all. So, Craig, we brought you on for a very special reason. Um, you are, uh, very soon, launching a new website, correct? Yes. Okay, I thought we lost you for a second. I was like, oh, no. Uh, no, 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 I, 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 was, I, I was, wasn't uh, being rude while you guys were talking about something I had no idea about. It's like, if I, know, <laughs> if, if I know something, oh, I'm all in it. Okay, all right. But when I, I'm clueless, I'm like, no, I'll just let them talk. Okay, all right. Um... Well, now we're going to let you talk uh, about Geek Jokes on you. Yeah, yeah, jokes on you. I just totally you. punched the fucking microphone. Yeah, you did. That's going to gonna sound really bad. That's all right. All right. Um, <laughs> so you're, you're starting a new website soon, uh, geekenstein.com, correct? Yes. Okay, so uh, I thought this would be a great time for you to tell us and the listeners uh, what Geekenstein is all about. Craig, what is geekenstein.com? Yes, what is Geekenstein? How do <laughs> Geekenstein? How Geekenstein? Yes. Um, well... Uh, you know what? We have at the bottom of our page. We just kind of wrote this up, uh, but it really signifies like what we're about. And, and what we wrote was uh, that Geekenstein is a unique monster constructed with the sole intention of making online multimedia content fun again and a place for geeks to embrace our amazing and diverse culture. Uh, its creation was at the hands of writers and artists with a variety of friends from across the internet. Uh, the goal is to make an entertaining and engaging site that could interact with uh, the geek community through, the, through news, original content, social events. Wow. Yeah. Fucking awesome. So there you go. Thanks for the interview, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right, come on. It's nice having you. <laughs> Thanks for joining. No, uh... <laughs> um, well, so, okay, so, what, what, it, what it came about is, uh, 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 I quit my, uh, website that I was, uh, the, I, I was everything on that site. I mean, I started off as just being a uh, graphic designer, coming up with fonts and logos and, do, and, and, and graphics and stuff. Do, do we um, want to say who that was? Like, are you okay telling telling the audience who that was, or, or would you fine. rather people, distance people, people, no, I, was, I, I was on Front Towards Gamer. Okay, all right. uh, com for almost two years. Yeah, you were there for and a long time. You came to them through your Talk Radar fan art. Yeah, is that true? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bas- basically, um, long story short. Um, Shanghai Six, who's the founder of Front Towards Gamer, he had interviewed Chris Antista, and if, if I'm assuming your your uh, audience is well aware of Talk Radar, Games Radar, because I think uh, we all, uh, as a community, we had a really strong Talk Radar community. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, 
it, probably none that you know I don't think could be matched by anything. I mean, you no. see forums in like IGN and things like that, or even maybe slightly Destructoid, <clears throat> but. Uh, because of the Talk Radar podcast, because they were honest with themselves and, and, and they were the, at best when they weren't talking about video games. And you get to think of these guys as friends. Thus, their audience became friends themselves. The only other um, uh, site, I think, that has that, so, some sort of community like that would be like Giant Bomb. Somebody who yeah. kind of embraces their community and is kind of just dudes on the internet. Right, right. Um, well, yeah, yeah I, I, I got internet famous uh, through doing ridiculously stupid uh, photoshops. And, uh, <laughs> uh, a few of them, slightly. Um, <laughs> then Shanghai, he interviewed Chris Antista, and Chris Antista is very big at self-promotion, and was like, hey, I was on this, <laughs> I was, you know, I was, I was on this podcast uh, interview, check it out. And the interview was very good, and I was like, well, let me check out the website. Um, and, uh, I was like, wow, the website's not bad. It could be better. And I would go into the forums and stuff, and I saw, hey, we're looking for a graphic artist. And I, I approached Shanghai. I'm like, hey, listen, I'm, I'm a nobody, but I can kind of dabble. And they're like, what are you talking about dabble? It's like, your shit is amazing. I'm like, it is? I'm like, all right, let me try it. And, and, and pretty much uh, after, after almost two years, I, I've turned into uh, a juggernaut. Uh, running a website because it wasn't just graphic and a lot of people if you ever want to start a website there is so much more than just adding a picture and typing some words it's you have to master everything about it from um, pr promotion on every single type of social media Twitter Facebook Google Plus uh, YouTube I mean, you have you have to promote yourself um, and, and you have to be engaging. You can't be boring and stuff. And just ultimately, uh, the curse that a lot of these websites go through is that they just turn into cut-and-paste news aggregators. Which is really annoying. <laughs> you know, yes, you got to have news. Don't get me wrong. You have to have news. But when all your website is is copying and pasting stuff that is is coming off of IGN and games radar and it just it, it, it's just it's boring and any other nerd that's into video games and stuff like that um, we're already following those big sites right. for the news so everybody has their thing that they go to for video game news yeah, their source. Yeah. yeah so like posting yeah. a link to IGN it's like yeah no I heard, I already heard about that like that's yeah. fine yeah and and if you and if you're an independent site and for a lot of people don't realize us when we do these sites even even Chris and and Rock we ain't paid for this we're doing this out of the passion and love of doing it <laughs> yeah we don't make any money on this <clears throat> you know yeah you might get some revenue through like Google ads and stuff but that's basically just to keep the lights on you know <laughs> pretty much uh, so if you if so if you go to these sites that you know you like to go to, chances are unless our IGN giant bomb destructoid Kotaku games radar um, where these guys are like have degrees in journalism or some sort of writing every other site out there is just people that are passionate about the material yeah definitely so so he left I, I left I left front Doors gamer and my main partner John Perry he he left on the same day he left thriftynerd.com your life partner 
No, not my life partner. My <laughs> new partner. Uh, I was happy to I was happy to be on Xbox, and I get a message, and he's like, um, "What's up with you leaving Front Towards Gamer?" And, and we started chatting. And he's like, "And every reason that I had certain frustration levels, he was like, dude, that's what I was going through." And then he would say stuff about Thrifty Nerd, and I'm like, "Dude, that's what I was going through." And we were like. What if we started a website where we brought the fun back into the website? You know, where we, our main focus was original content, original material, you know, almost, almost trying the idea of creating viral stuff. Okay. You know, we, yeah, we still have to do game reviews and, 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 and I, and I love my movie reviews. Um, and things like that, but just talk and be like a one-stop shop for geeks. You know, it's like I want to know about this comic book. I want to know about this. I want to know about that. And 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 thus we came up with the idea. Of, well, let's start our own website. So I got a few guys on my team. Uh, uh, John got it from his team, and it's basically Geekenstein was invented by disgruntled employees that are like we so know you were, you were ro- poaching <laughs> i got a call co- i got a couple um uh but basically disgruntled employees are like we know what to do and we know what not to do so let's concentrate on the to do part and not do the what not to do part and, and and that's what we did. Uh, so we, we we are basically there's five of us as the founders of the website, um, and we are pretty much a, a virtual think tank now. Uh, there's a there's there is a documentary on Netflix. We recommend it. Six Days to South Park, and it's about the creation oh, process. Great. It's the creation process of Matt Parker, Trey Stone, and the entire South Park Studios, and what it takes to create one episode of South Park. And, and like it starts off where they go into the conference room and they're just bouncing ideas off of them. Yeah, some are stupid, but some stick. And and, and that's what we've become. Uh, we haven't even started the website, and we've already generated so many ideas for for content to do that we're like could do this and of course yeah we'll have like some news and and, and things like that because that's the other thing too is if we create relationships with pr firms kind of like i scratch your back you scratch my back you know if you give me a piece of news we'll report it right that's their job is pr is promote stuff so if you build relationships with prs you kind of have to do some of their news stuff because it builds that relationship Sure. The follow up on that is go to PAX uh, oh, yeah. and meet these guys hands on, shake their hands, have a beer with them. You believe how how amazing you can get a relationship just by bullshitting and having a beer with someone. Absolutely. Um, Everybody in the industry is a normal person. Yeah, that's true. Right. Just wants to hang we out and talk. Right, and that's and that's it. I, like when I, the last time I went to PAX, I mean, I, I ran into the head of its studios, uh, Todd Hollinshead, who does you know, uh, QuakeCon and stuff like that. And I just walked up to him. Hey, what's up? And we started talking. I've, I've, I've ran in and just bullshitted for like 10 minutes with Tim Schaefer from, from, uh, <laughs> Double Fine. I have experience with Tim Schaefer. Uh, I experienced that I feel bad about now, but, uh, <laughs> um, it, you know, it's actually kind of funny with when we were at PAX East, uh, 2011, um, we're walking around and Chris, like, 
Chris just walks away from me. Oh. Like, Chris just straight up just walks away. He, I, I hear him vaguely say, like, oh, hey, there's Tim Schafer. And he just walks away. I'm like, what the fuck? Where are you going? And he, he's, like, Tim Schafer was either being interviewed by somebody or, like, <laughs> having lunch with somebody. So, and yeah. Chris just walks over in the middle of it. It's like, oh, hey, hey, how's it going? And I don't know what you, what the hell did you say I just want to say I like your games. Thank you. I mean, I'm probably never going to see you again. So. Yeah, so later on that day, we're walking around, and we get to the Microsoft portion of the floor. Tim Schafer's right and, there. Yeah, he's, he's there just hanging out, talking about. Uh, he was showing off trenched and uh, mm-hmm. Iron Brigade. Like we were uh, Iron Brigade. Yeah, sorry. And uh, we were uh, <laughs> uh, we were just kind of waiting. In line. I was waiting in line for like like Homefront or something, which was a nightmare. And uh, like as I'm there, I'm like I, I I've never played a Tim Schafer game ever at, at that point. And I'm like, but I have a really great photo idea for this. So I'm like, Chris, come take a picture of me with Tim Schafer. So I went up to him and I was like, Oh, hey, Tim, how's it going? I'm Rock. And we we talked for a little bit, and you know. Let me take a picture with you. I, I think, you know, we... I don't remember exactly The what resemblance is stunning. There, and you, you it had something to do with the resemblance. Yeah, so... <laughs> two guys with curly hair. Yeah, yeah, and he was all about... Oh God, Tim Schafer's such a cool fucking guy. Yeah. I love that guy. So the moral of the story is that everybody's a cool guy. Everybody... It, well, not everybody's a cool guy, but yeah. everybody, everybody's just a person. Who's you know? the worst celebrity you've ever met? Are you talking to me now, or Craig? Yeah, me? Both. The worst celebrity I've ever met. Uh, I don't know. That's a that's a really tough call. I, I haven't met that many celebrities, yeah. you know? Like... Yeah, um, okay, here it is. I uh, I used to work at Best Buy. I, I think I've mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you always ask me for Best Buy stories, and yeah. I never have any, so here's one. Okay. So I, I used to work in PCs, and... Um, a uh, uh, one of my one of my coworkers from uh, from home theater comes over, JJ, and he's like, "Hey, do you it's have dynamite?" <laughs> no, I don't know. What, I don't, what is that? Is that a reference to something? Nope. Okay, I don't. Whoa, know. Whoa, I have no whoa, idea whoa. what you just. <laughs> I, I you don't know the dynamite. I, I know dynamite, but I I don't I don't understand he, the association with JJ. The most, sheltered, the most sheltered childhood you could ever imagine. Yes, JJ Jimmy Walker from Good Times. Oh, okay, all right. Like I anytime, gotcha. like instead of saying like, "Hey, hey, JJ, uh, go do this," and instead of him saying, "Okay," he'd be like, "Dynamite!" Right. Oh, okay. Because he was a racist caricature. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. I. I. I all right. So not that this, okay. this guy was an Irishman. Oh, uh, an Irishman named right. JJ. Uh, he 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 comes up to me and he asks me. I don't remember what he asked me for. Oh, do you have this thing for for Mac? And I'm like, ah, we. And he has a customer with him, and he's like, this guy's looking for a thing for Mac, and and this guy. He's just kind of standing there, just looking, like he has this air about him, like he he was almost literally looking down his nose at me, and and just he he had like uh, you remember how Bono used to wear those like stupid like blue sure like, like blue shades yeah. yeah 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 like this guy's like wearing that and like this weird like vest and he 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 looks like like your prototypical Mac user like he looks like a stereotypical <laughs> yeah. like a stereotype of a right. Mac user and. Uh, and we don't have whatever he's looking for. And he, he's kind of flustered. And Microsoft he, office. He gets the fuck out of there. Yeah. And uh, JJ comes back and he's like, hey, Rock. He's like, you know who that guy was? And I'm like, no, who, who was that? Bono. He's like, he's like that, was, uh, that was Tim Daly. And I'm like, who the fuck is Tim Daly? <laughs> he goes, oh, did you ever watch Wings? Did you, did, the TV show Wings? <laughs> I'm like, no, I, I have no idea what that. He's like, he's like, yeah, yeah. He, he was on Wings. He goes, how about this? He's like, uh, did you ever see Storm of the Century, the, the Stephen King movie? I'm like, the yeah, miniseries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he, he was the main guy in that. I'm like, oh, oh like, that's who, uh, who that guy was. Do, do you know who else Tim Daly is? Who who else is Tim Daly? The voice of Superman from the animated series. Holy shit. Well, I wow. met that guy, and he was kind of a douche. So that's, that's the douchiest celebrity I've ever met. Super, Superman's a douche. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Chris? While we're doing this, Chris, what, what about you? What's the worst celebrity you've ever met? Shit. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I have you met any that I wasn't prepared? Yeah. A few, like people who are minor celebrities. Okay. Um, you meet Kim Cattrall or Kim Cattrall? Yeah. No, I can't think of any. Okay. Uh, come back to me. All right, Craig. How about I'll you? Have you uh, have you ever met a, a celebrity that was just terrible? Um, I've been pretty lucky. I've ran into a few that have. How I approach them, they their response is, oh, wow, that's awesome. I was on uh, the same flight as Jenna Jameson. <laughs> oh, there you go. Whoa. And, uh, which, by the way, horrible looking without her makeup. I, I believe that, yeah. I mean, but, she's, but, she's also kind of not that great looking with the makeup. <laughs> not anymore. Um, yeah, not she's anymore. Too, she's too anorexic. She looked yeah. so much better when she had a few extra pounds to her. She was she was filled up. Now she has. She looks like a skeleton. She's, she's um, way anorexic with way too big of boobs. Just going to say that. Yeah. yeah. But but she was, she was super, super nice. Uh, I got a picture of her holding my oldest daughter, who happened to be like <laughs> three months old at the time. Awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, I met, and then, and then at the same, because I had to fly into LAX, uh, the same airport. I ran into Morse Day from Morse Day in the Time. I don't know who that is. Okay, Jungle Love. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Bahrain Prince. Yeah, I got you. Oh my God, I'm I'm old. <laughs> uh, I ran into Billy Bob Orton at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. Oh wow, that's really uh, cool. Yeah, he because he's on the side. He's in a band, and his band happened to be playing at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right, nice. and it happened to be the one day I was walking around, and I'm looking at my wife. I'm like, "That was Billy Bob Thornton." She's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" I'm like, "That was Billy Bob Thornton," and I'm chasing him all throughout the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm like, "Mr. Thornton," and he turns around and goes, "Hey, listen, I'm a big fan of yours. I, you know, I just, you just, I go, you know, just, hey, I, 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 you know, I'm a big fan of yours. I like your work." And he's like, "Hey, thanks a lot," and then walked away. You know, but but right. you know, he wasn't douchey or nothing. Um, sure. If I had to, and I'm not going to at all elaborate on this. Okay. I had to say, douchey asshole celebrity, Doctor Phil. You met Doctor Phil. Yes. I've heard terrible things about him I, from I, other people. Like, I've heard he's kind of a horrible human being. In like Reddit threads about the worst celebrity experience, there's lots of people who say Doctor Phil. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I, 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 I unfortunately met him, and uh, yeah, yeah. He, he just um, you get an eye on how television is really made, right? And and it ain't that. <clears throat> okay. Huh. I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all that you that more stories like this on geekenstein.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so but basically. Go ahead, your question. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, but you know, but like you said, it's 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 like I the idea of what, for example, my part in the website is, um, is to go back to my roots of what kind of made me own through Talk Radar, which is my goofy photoshops. Um, people love photo articles. Like a lot of people, like uh, they'll, they'll you know you can write something that's Pulitzer Prize winning, but people won't read it because like oh too many words. But oh look, look, you know, you know, look at people's Facebook pages and Twitter pages. How many people retweet or add a, a photo because it's funny? Or every fucking picture that George Takai ever posts. Oh my god, George Takai. I feel like Takai it's shared a awesome. million times. <laughs> yeah, George Takai is awesome. He's perfected hey. the art of like the like Facebook photo reshare. Yes. Oh my. <laughs> 
So what, what are you hoping to get onto the site? Is it going to be articles? Is it going to be podcasts? Pretty much everything? Yeah, yeah. We, we, we have um, – uh, we're going to do a, a, a podcast, which we're going to – we kind of got this monster kind of theme going. Um, we're going to call it Nuts and Bolts. Sweet. That's pretty good. Yeah, that nuts is and good. bolts uh, live from the Geekenstein Laboratories. Excellent, excellent. Um, and that's the thing too. Uh, I've gotten so many comments on the name. Like, is sometimes some people are like, oh, that's kind of silly, but think of the power of the name. When you hear Geekenstein, it's very it iconic. Im- it immediately. I want when I, when it came. I I uh, I wanted something that had instant brand recognition. I mean, anything when it comes to marketing and and, and promotion. People remember branding. People remember logos. I mean, did you know uh, worldwide what the number one recognized logo is? McDonald's, right? I thought it was Coca-Cola. Nope. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, yes. Ghostbusters is the – you can go to some little kid in India who lives in a shack and say, what's this? Oh, that's Ghostbusters. So when it comes to to that, it's like, you know – want to brand yourself and of course yes everyone knows you see golden arches that's that's mcdonald's you know when you see a bullseye oh that's target you know you 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 instantly trigger memory and stuff so the name is just as important so when you hear geekenstein you immediately okay well i know what frankenstein is and oh geek okay you know so so without even coming to the website you immediately know it's 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 a it's a geeky website you know, so if you're into the geek culture, movies, toys, collectibles, technology, cosplayers, things like that, you're like, you're already in the back of your mind thinking, oh, I wonder if this site is going to be about that. Um, also, the power of having it just be one word. You know, that was one that Shanghai Six and I always got at it, at it with each other was like, <laughs> you know, the name of this website is confusing and too long, especially when people <laughs> have an email. You know, why, it's like, why can't we have, like, email? Because he would have not only, like, mine, just Batman5273, done at, then be at fronttowardsgamer.com. And then they had the thing was, the word front and towards ends in a T and starts with a T. Okay, what if you missed one T? It's not the website, you know? That's so, a Russian sex site. Right. Something like that. Fronttowardsgamer. You know, right. You know, um... So then he would have Shanghai Sick completely spelled out at front. So when he would ask me to make something simple, a business card, I would have to bring the font so small so it would fit his business card. I'm like, it's your name's too long, and then the site name is too long. <laughs> so that was the key, too. We wanted it to be one word. You know, one word is powerful. Um, so that, and then because. Geekenstein is a tangible thing that you could grasp. A mascot. Mascots are also amazing for branding. So I've been, my job as we've been going through all this is I've been creating all of like our mascots. So I've got like a movie mascot holding like a a tub of popcorn, wearing some 3D glasses, you know. I got uh, for our our gadgets, because we're not calling it technology, we're calling it gadgets. Of our site. Uh, he's holding like a, a MacBook with an iPad, 
and uh, you know, uh, comic books. I completely dressed him up like he's wearing a Batman cowl with a Superman logo on his chest. But I got the G instead of the S. That's pretty and good. And he's holding nice. and he's holding and he's holding Captain America's shield <clears throat> with Thor's hammer. Nice. You know, I wanted to balance two DC and two sure. Marvel, so I, we didn't show any type of bias. You know, <laughs> um, but but. Certain things, like probably one of my first articles I'm ever going to release, and this is a you know KGB exclusive, oh, is um, probably the first article I'm going to be working on is what if Grand Theft Auto took place in other fictional cities? Nice, I like that. And and, and this comes from my when back in Talk Radar we did like a community art segment, which was like Smurfageddon, where what if the Smurfs were in every video game? So I did like <laughs> I did. I did like um, Smurf Rising, so I put a Smurf's head over Chuck Green from Dead Rising 2. Um, I did, did a Resident Smurf, where I Smurfette and, 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 and a reg- another Smurf and, uh, and put him on the bodies for Resident Evil 4. One of those was Grand Theft Auto Smurf Village. <laughs> awesome. And I did that. I did that logo, and it was so fun just to like you know. Uh, I t- took the regular Grand Theft Auto logo, so where the female character was in the on the uh, uh, on the box cover for the mm-hmm. game. Yeah. I put Smurfette in there, and then where there was like mayhem, I found a picture of the Smurf village on fire with this like baby Smurf crying. I'm like that's right there. <laughs> Great. And then where the and then where the villain was, I'm like, oh, that's where Gamel will go to. Um, so it's like. I can go and, and just be creative again, you know, uh, and just have fun with it. And and I don't got to say a word. I can just say, like, the, the titles I'm coming up with, the articles are what if articles dot, dot, dot. So right. what if dot, 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 and I fill it in. Grand Theft Auto took place, you know, locations, you know. I got to narrow that down because you don't want a big, long title. And then you just got the link and... Oh, Grand Theft Auto Smurf Village. Oh, Grand Theft Auto uh, wherever. You know, I don't want to give too much away. But you click on it, and you're like, oh, my God, that's funny. And then you know what when people will do it to that? I like that. Boom, they'll, they'll tweet it. They'll Facebook it. Because mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's stuff that people like, oh, this is funny. This is creative. This is a genius, you know? Right. Now you said and you, that's, have, you have five guys on the site. Are they uh... – what are they going to be inputting? Are they article writers? Are there also other artists? Uh, well, I'm 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 basically uh, right now as we're building the site. I'm the graphic artist. We mm-hmm. have uh, uh, Dustin, who is pretty much just a coding fool when it comes to the WordPress theme uh, that oh, we nice. bought. Um, so, like our our site, we're going to have obviously uh, we're going to have it. It's it's a modern site. It looks fresh. It looks new. It, it too, it's very streamlined. And another thing that, and, and you guys probably run into this too, is when you just have like a blog feed, and as you create a new article, your other articles just disappear. You know, yeah. Once, yeah. a lot of times when you have an article and it is gone from the front page, it's like gone forever. And yep. then unless someone is actually Googling the article, um, no one will ever read it. Yeah, we, we so, have an archive page that we are fucking terrible about maintaining. <laughs> the, the idea was that it would have everything on it, but we're, we're really bad about that. It's a pain in the ass. 
so we've got we'll have like feature image feature stories where we'll highlight do this but then it's like we'll have um we will have our top five categories and below that we you know probably one of our favorite things or like maybe the latest post things like that um but like i said it's, it's so it's streamlined uh, but then, of course, you have to have your, um, you know, your Facebook widget and your Twitter, you know, your Twitter widget and stuff like that. I mean, you can't run a somewhat successful site without mastering social media. Right. Um, I always, I always explained. Think about this. You know, um, people aren't going to be on your site refreshing every twenty minutes to see if something came out. But they will be on Facebook for hours upon hours upon hours. People will be staring at their Twitter feed for hours upon hours upon hours because that's their that's their little world. That's their comfort zone. So if you get people to like you on Facebook, like you on, you know, follow you on Twitter, something comes across that like, oh, wait a minute. What's this kind of, you know catchy catchy uh title article what you do with the social media is then you bring them away from their comfort zone into your world and then that's your job when you bring them onto your website to say this is what we have to offer and you hope they're clicking this they're clicking that and and they're and they're hanging out and and that once again goes back into the idea of the website we want people to read one article and then at the bottom it says oh if you like that article check this one out and they're just clicking 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 this goes into my idea of like if anyone goes to cracked.com yeah they're really good about I, that you can I spend hours on cracked correct I do. Yeah. And I do too. I've gone into where I've seen something on their Facebook page like oh the top stupidest villains in history I click on that and I'm like oh that was a good article and at the bottom here's another thing about this oh here's another thing and I'm, I'll be like you know wow and an hour just passed and I just read like 10 to 20 articles yeah oh yeah so so basically I mean it, it sounds like like Geekenstein is is a chance for you to finally you know run a website the way that you want to to do the content that they that you you know that, that you find interesting and that you think people are going to be interested in um and and i mean i already know uh, like having known you know known of you for years now like you're you're pretty much a master of, of the social media so this is basically your chance to to you know to, to make your your baby basically mm-hmm. yeah and, and, and here's the thing too though we are opening it up to the community we're not just hey five guys. We know everything, you know. <laughs> listen, listen to us because we got opinions about everything. Because I'll tell you, I'm not. I can hold myself and hold my own in a conversation about with uh, in about any type of topic, whether it's astrophysics or the Smurfs. I can hold my own, <laughs> but I. But at the same time, too, I'm not an expert at everything. So, we are going to actually even open it up to the community. Because there's guys out there who sometimes just want a voice, but because, you know, uh, they don't have it. You know, if you're an expert at something and you're like, you know, what are the top five Superman graphic novels? And you want to explain your love. Like, imagine if you were at uh, at a bar and you're like, you know, uh, just talking to your bed. Oh, my God, you got to read this comic book because it was so bad. If you've got that type of enthusiasm and you can put that to words and you can put some pictures on it and it's a good article, guess what? We're going to post that. Add stuff to our stuff um, because if it's good and we want to put that out there. 
you know, and we'll get, obviously give you credit, say, hey, follow this guy on Twitter. You know, we want that because, I, you know, I like video games and movies, but I don't know sh- shit about tabletop games. If, if you've got a game that you're like, oh, you know, uh, I'm actually uh, – here's another thing, too, and I don't want to just ramble, but we want this to be guys and girls. We don't want this to be – because, I mean, as, as a girl – and I'm a father of three daughters, and they love the fact that you know they're named after Batman villains. They love comic books. They love. I mean, I can sit and they can watch uh, My Little Pony followed right up with Adventure Time. Right. You know, that's <laughs> awesome. how I'm raising my. That's how I'm raising my daughters. Mm-hmm. So uh, we want we want girl friendly articles too, because this society that we're in is very like. When it comes to video games, it's like, oh, where's your is your boyfriend going to be playing? No, motherfucker, I'm playing. Right. Um, oh, you know, or or the other thing too is like, if girls are in it, they're just like the hot girls that, oh, I because I can I can wear this costume, all the nerds will love me. Right. No, they're, they're, there's girls that are just normal girls that like Adventure Time, that like Mass Effect, that like magic cards. Okay, so we want to open it up to them too. I'm actually in the talks of talking to this, uh, trying to get some female writers, um, like a, like an article on, uh, on the top of my head, uh, what to buy your geeky girlfriend for Christmas. Sure. Awesome. So it's written by a girl, from a girl's perspective, other girls can be like, oh, I, I get that, I like that, you know? There's so many things, I, I'm such an out-of-the-box thinker, I've got so many ideas that are floating around that, you know, are some of them going to be uh, misses? Yeah, but I guarantee because of my track record at Front Towards Gamer, uh, the majority of them are going to be hits. Right. So when do you when do you look at launching? I didn't know your Facebook page is already open. Oh, yeah, that was – that. you know what? Part of naming a website. So this is, uh, this is advice to anyone that wants to start something. Um, first off, you want to go to whois.com. And mm-hmm. basically, you you could type in any word, and see if someone owns the URL. Yeah, it's for a it. domain I, registry site, right? Because um, I my my first idea was Geekzilla, uh-huh. and that was taken. That was taken. It was ah. taken by GoDaddy. GoDaddy what? bought that name in two thousand and five, wow. and their rights to it don't end in twenty until twenty fourteen. Oh, they're just like sitting these, on it. You couldn't buy it from them. Sitting on. Well, you could. You can, How much you was buy, it? Because you can negotiate. Let's say, let's say you bought uh, the Dark Knight Rises dot com, <laughs> yeah. and Warner Brothers is like, uh, we want that because we kind of got a movie named after that. You could go into a negotiation, and be like, oh, if you want it, I'll sell it to you for ten thousand dollars because <laughs> I know you really want it. Right. And you could do that. Well, when GoDaddy owns something. Just in order to find out how much it costs to buy it, you got to pay seventy dollars just to negotiate. Oh wow! Plus, just to get in the door. Just to get in the door, plus pay ten bucks or a ten percent commission fee, whatever is more. Huh. So minimum, you're paying ten dollars. Right. So, based upon the commission of how much you potentially will be buying that domain name for. So right off the bat, before you can even find out a price, you're at the minimum paying eighty dollars. Yikes! Crazy. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> a little out of control, especially for a fan and we site. Could, yeah, and we could and we could have bought something like a .net, but but .com is where you go. Yeah, you don't, .com is where it's at. So we were going through and it was like, oh, Geek, Geekenstein, because it was either 
um, it was either going to be Frankenerd or Geekenstein. Those are both and pretty th- good. And we thought we thought geek was more of a friendlier term for what, sure. what we all are. It's a lot less pejorative than nerd is, for sure. You know, you still have, when you hear nerd, you still have that kind from Revenge of the Nerds, you know. Right. Lewis and uh, the other guy. Um, Who you the know, hell was the other like, guy? Uh, Lewis and, oh my God. But it was Anthony Edwards Gilbert. is the character. Gilbert. Gilbert. So you know, I'm going to go register uh, Nerdenstein and Nerdzilla. <laughs> and Frankenerd. Get Frankenerd yep, as well. I'm get that too. Anybody wants to negotiate $70. That's okay because with Geekenstein, we have we own all the domains. We own oh. .net, .com. Because <laughs> we're like, you know, we're taking it. Uh, so. So Geekenstein dot XX. Yeah, oh, there you go. Dot triple X. Yeah, um, Geekenstein after dark. But that's a key thing too. So once you get that out and you figure, okay, what am I going to name it? Then the next thing is, boom, all your social media. Immediately, you locked. We locked in uh, Facebook, Twitter. Someone owns at. Geekenstein, which guy, and the guy that hasn't even used his Twitter feed in forever. Yeah, yeah um, I actually really like that yours is the real Geekenstein. <laughs> That's pretty good. You know, um, like the real and, Ghostbusters. And, and then same thing. And then same thing <laughs> with. Uh, and, and then same thing with like Facebook. We couldn't do like Facebook.com/slash Geekenstein because it just someone had taken it. Like if you do that right now, it'll say the page doesn't exist. Right. So, so it's almost like an Xbox gamer tag. If someone They're just sitting on it. Well, not even that, but let's say I wanted to be Batman, right. okay? And then you're like, I don't want to be Batman no more. I want to be Aquaman. And cha- and you change your gamer tag, that Batman, because it was already used one time, is completely locked out, and no one can ever be Batman yeah, again. That's the same that. way with That's the same same way with Facebook. So if you go to Facebook.com slash Geekenstein, it will not exist. But it, then at the same time, too, it wouldn't allow us to be so we figured we'll just keep it the same thing. Real, you know, Facebook.com slash Real Geekenstein, Twitter.com slash Real Geekenstein, and we'll just and we'll just stay with that theme. Um, but yeah, you you know, we locked down a YouTube page, a Twitter page, a Facebook page, and, and, and we haven't even have a site going. But we've already generated a, 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 a you know a ton of excitement. You know, getting people to like us and follow us and stuff like that. So when we do eventually launch, which what we're thinking our projection is, uh, mid September for a launch, meaning, you know, we'll get the site going to the public, how the servers are, see if everything clicks right. Like, hey, I click on this, does it go to this page? Because we can click on it right now uh, while we're in maintenance mode and see stuff, uh, but we don't have any content. We got we got fake content right now, like. One of our articles that we made up, which is absolutely hilarious, uh, the top five uh, black girl camel toes. <laughs> Some, uh, we, we just have this image and just blah, 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 you know, thing, but it's a fake article. Um, you know, so obviously we're going to replace that, but we're, we're looking at like mid-September to do a soft launch, open it up to the public and, and see what their reactions are, uh, what did they like, what don't they like. And, and we, want, we want people's feedback. Um, you know, make better what people like and improve things they don't like, so that by uh, right around the beginning of October, we are a full-fledged, up-and-running site. Awesome! Just in time for Halloween. Right, and that's and that's one of the things that we want to do is cover the because uh, we have a guy, David, lives in Florida. 
he wants to cover the Universal Monsters uh, thing at Universal Studios. Oh, awesome. That'll be cool. You know, the other idea of, because you guys have all gone to PAX, when you go to PAX, it is just nerdtopia. You know, it, it's not, even though it's predominantly video games, because let's face it, video games pay the bread and butter of the rent. You know? Sure. But it's still tabletop games and tabletop furniture and and this and headphones and and gunner glasses. It's it's basically you know you go there and it's like euphoria because it's it's everything that you need as as a gamer, as a nerd, as a geek, whatever. It's it's in one roof and I mean look look at Pax Prime. Uh, you know they're looking at seventy thousand people are going through their doors each day. Yeah, it's huge this year. Yeah, it's super it's bigger huge. Every year. You know, um, and then Pax, Prime, Pax East, they just signed a 12-year contract, so they're going to be in Boston for the next Holy 12 years. Holy um, <laughs> So that's, once again, the idea of our website. We don't want, you know, there's some, you know, everyone likes, you know, for the most part likes video games, but they like this. They like that as well. And instead of them having to go to this website for this and this website for that and this website for that, they could just come to our website. Hey, if you like movies, guess what? I'm a huge movie dork. Um, and I get to go to advanced screeners before anyone else. Uh, guess what? I'm going to have a movie review of that. And I'm not going to review dumb shit like, you know, uh, that new Clint Eastwood movie, Trouble with the Curve. Because <laughs> then you know, I'll see it. I've already got I've already got advanced screening passes for it. I'll see it, but that's not us. I, I'm going to review stuff like... Um, like Judge Dredd, I'm gonna review. Right. You know, I'm gonna review the science fiction, the superheroes, the animation. Uh, because I'll tell you, I have I like reviewing the uh, the the kid movies, so to speak. You know, like Puss in Boots or Kung Fu Panda or like the Pirates Band of Misfits. Uh, because as a father of of kids, I want to let other fathers know, hey. Um, one, is your kid going to like it? Because movies cost a shit ton of money. Yeah, they do. You know? So, I, I, for example, um, I at all did not like uh, the new Ice Age movie. But my well, kids that's not surprising. <laughs> uh, but my kids loved So in my review, I'll say, listen, this movie is just, it's, it's, it's so kid-centric. I mean, my, the, ultimately, the best of all time quote-unquote kid movies is Toy Story 3. Toy Story yeah. 3 is a movie that whether you are 4 years old or 40 years old, it, it, it talks to all audiences. It has it has adult humor in it or it has nostalgia things like, oh my god, I had that toy when I was a kid. Uh, I love that toy. Or as a kid, you're like, oh, it's Buddy and Woody. Yeah, Buzz and Woody. Oh, there's Jesse. You know? So, so my idea of my movie reviews is, is, is like how we're talking here. Imagine we're at a bar and you're like, hey, Craig, what did you do this weekend? Um, oh, I saw a movie. What did you think about that movie? Oh, my God, it was action. Like, like we, we were talking earlier about Expendables 2. Right. You know? So, so that's like, so like I said, a movie person. And, uh, you know, I'm going to talk to you like a regular Joe Schmo guy, you know. I, uh, and, and it's that same mentality when it, it's going to come to our video game reviews or our, techno, or, or our gadget reviews or our tabletop reviews. You know, we are guys just like we, we you know. And, and at the same time, too, um, 
if you had a good time, what's wrong with giving a, a, a something a higher score? And just is it worth your money? Is it going to be fun? Is it enjoyable? You know, those are key things that we want to imp- you know that we want to hit on. Um, but if you could tell just in my voice, it's just there's an excitement in the air. Um, and, and, you know, the site is for geeks by geeks. Well, I mean, yeah, your, your excitement clearly shows through. Um, well, we uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up here. Um, so, do you want to just one more time just give the audience uh, pimp your site, your Twitter, your Facebook? Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, like I said, the site's gonna be called Geekenstein dot com. G e e k e n s t e i n. So it's like it's like a Jewish monster. I guess. <laughs> right. yeah. um, we'll, we'll have a link to it on our site too. Um, but yeah, geekenstein.com. Uh, if you want to follow the progress of, of what we're doing, because that's the thing too, is I'm letting everyone in the entire building process of the website. So I'll take like screenshots of the website. Uh, I've been doing all my artwork I've been making with the mascots. I've been posting that. So um, Facebook.com slash Real Geekenstein. Twitter is at, at Real Geekenstein. Follow us. And if you want to follow me, uh, I'm at Batman5273. And if you're curious about what the numbers are, it's my birthday, May 2nd, 1973. So, Awesome. All right. Well, I mean, thank yeah, you. I'm old. Yeah, that's no problem. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Craig, thanks. Uh, thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you. Oh, Best of luck. Thanks for thanks for having yeah, no problem. We'd love to have you back again. Uh, I'm, 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 uh, I'm a promotion whore, so anytime <laughs> I get an invite. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. All right, well, uh, we are going to go, so uh, thanks. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you, Craig. Once again, once again, thanks for having me. No problem. And we are back. Yeah. Uh, the song bringing us in was 100 Proof by 88 Fingers Louie. Did you go to the supermarket? I did. What'd you get? Uh, I got some ham, uh, cold cuts, and some cheese. What? Uh, what? How thick do you get your deli meat sliced? I don't know a specific one. The, the, the meat is pretty thin. The cheese is actually a little bit thicker than I too would thick? normally like. Uh, almost too thick. Yeah. It's probably too how thick. How much do you buy? A pound. By oh, a pound shit. Yeah. You go... Hardcore. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, that way you can, like, free some of it if, if it's too much or something, but, uh, you know, yeah, the, the guy at the, at the deli counter was very helpful. I was like, oh, I, I don't know, give me, I guess give me, like, the Land O'Lakes cheese, and he goes, well, uh, he, well, he said, he's, yeah. like, he's like, well, first of all, he said, you're an idiot. He, he's, he's like, the Hannaford stuff, like, the Hannaford brand is, House like, brand. Uh, it's on sale, Sure. and he goes, but also, he's like, it's that's the same factor. <laughs> no, he, he goes, that's actually real cheese. He's like, Land O'Lakes isn't real cheese. Right. Like, it's, it's, so it, cheese food. Yeah, he's like, it's closer to Velveeta. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck that. Yeah, just yeah. give me the Hannaford shit then. Because you eat American cheese. Yeah, I do. That's right. I like American I like cheese. provolone. Provolone, it's okay. I, I like a good sharp cheddar. Oh. One of my favorites, uh, dill Havarti. I could just I eat like that. Havarti too. Yeah. yeah. 
all day long. Yep. I like stuff. soft cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Put that in a sandwich. Well, it's because you got soft teeth. I, I, so. I don't have any teeth, actually. Yeah. You got to... Nubs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, anyway... Um, yeah, the song bringing us back, 100 Proof, by 88 Fingers Louie. Mm. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of, like, 90s punk recently. Right. And, uh, like Good Charlotte? No. Oh. No. Like 88 Lincoln Fingers Louie. Uh, no. Uh, Bracket. Um, 15. Boxcar Racer? Lagwagon. Um, I don't know. Dead uh, Kennedys? Mustard Plug? No, Dead Kennedys was 80s. Oh. I used to love Dead Kennedys, though. Oh, my God. I'm just God. trying to think of things that you would have had on your denim vest. I, uh, actually, on the back of my denim vest, I think I had an exploited patch. Nice. That was my biggest, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I did have a Dead Kennedys patch, but on the back was the exploited. Yeah. You know, the skeleton with the mohawk. I yeah. the ladies just... I might still have that around here somewhere. I'll show it to you later on. Great. It's pretty great. Great. So, uh, yeah, um, let's see. Website stuff. Um, a, uh, another one of my, uh, Fallout New Vegas videos went up, or videos, uh, articles went up this week. Um... Still, uh, still being a good guy. I finally made it to, um, I finally made it to actual New Vegas, and it's basically like nothing bad ever happened there. It's there's casinos and and everyone's just like hanging out, and it doesn't look like a post-apocalypse at all. Is it as brown as the rest of the game? Very colorful. Oh really? Yeah, very that colorful. Game is brown as fuck. Well, I mean, it takes place in a desert. I, I mean, guess that's true. Deserts are usually brown. I guess that's true. You know, I mean, well played, Obsidian. Yeah. For being, I, I this game is definitely a lot more uh, they, swaying your opinion. Well, they they don't shy away from from the 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 rough stuff like Bethesda seems to do. Like this game straight up talks about like rape and and like it, it's it's hard. Like it is hardcore and like Bethesda seemed to really shy away from that. And it's like, well, that's not really what what the original Fallout series was about. The original Fallout series was very hard and like very rough. And you know, it, it, it I didn't really notice it until. I started seeing it in this game, but I started thinking back to Fallout 3, and I was like, wow, like, none of this stuff was in Fallout 3. Yeah. Like, they, they seem to shy away from the some, some more, like, controversial, right. you know, elements. Less rate, more Liam Neeson. Yeah, yeah, a lot more Liam Neeson. <sighs> Not enough. Well, yeah, I mean, Liam you can never have enough. Clive Owen, Daniel Craig. Again, we, we can't talk about this on no, the show. We can't. All right. Um, so that went up. Uh, Maybe everybody <clears throat> What? Yes. Uh, Chris, um... Uh, had a review of uh, Sleeping Dogs. Sleeping Dogs. Sleeping Dogs. Five out of five. Yep. Yeah. First one ever. Is it? I think it Mine. might be. Mine. It, did anybody ever give... You oh, yeah, I gave Deus Ex. They bring uh, up every time. Yeah. Well, we didn't talk about it on the show, but yeah, you're right. I gave Deus Ex a five. Yep. I still think always think I gave it a four. Yeah. It's your conscience catching up with you. No. That money from Eidos. Yeah. Yeah, all that Eidos money that I got from for that <laughs> one. Yep. Uh, so that stuff's going up. Uh, what, what, Turbo will have a Sleepy Dogs review next week. Yeah, yeah, Turbo, uh, gave us a, uh, a review of Sleepy Dogs as well. Um, I, uh, I'm working on a Rage article that I, um, I had taken a bunch of screenshots for a long time ago and had forgotten that I had them, and I was just kind of going through just That's deleting files. And pretty good one in there. I found a whole bunch of, uh, screenshots. That's a pretty good one in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's another pit of despair that I'm writing, um, and uh, oh god, it's it's yeah, it's bad. Uh, do you have anything going up this week, Chris? I'm fucking do the top five if you guys would help me out. You, I 
Completely forgot about that top five. <laughs> Three weeks. That would help me with it. I totally forgot about it, but right. I'll, I'll probably go up now that I now that I have been reminded. I, I will definitely help you out All with right. that one. Um, and uh, are, are we are we recording our video today, or are we going to do that some other time? We'll do that some other time. Oh but man, we need Zach. Zach couldn't be bothered to show up. Yeah, we, we need somebody to man. The, we need a cameraman. Yeah. And uh, oh, you all right, Dad? I'm okay. Did you poop a little? Oh, my heart hurts. <laughs> no, I'm okay. Uh, yeah, we, we need a cameraman for, for our video, and we don't have one. So no. Soon. Um, Next week. Next, maybe this, this month. Let's not promise anything. No, no promise. Soon. This website time even exists next month. Soonish. Yeah. Yes, it will. Uh, I, I paid up for another year, oh, so. Oh, okay. It'll at least be there. It'll be there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know how good it'll be, but <laughs> it'll be there. And uh, we're going to be going through a redesign soon yep, as well. Hopefully, uh, hopefully um, we'll be going through hopefully. a redesign. Hopefully, uh, the website's still there. Just just to kind of change things up. We've been around for a year now, and um, it'll be nice to switch things up a little bit. And uh, just yeah, so keep an eye out for that. If anybody's a programmer, we don't just do it for free. No. Yep. We, no. Yes. Do our website for free. I don't do it. So, uh, we had uh, an Orcs Must Die 2 contest going on, uh, and yep. um, we got some really great responses for that. Yes, we did. We certainly did. And um, so, yeah, this is it. We're, we're calling it. This is, this is the end of it. This is the end. The grand finale. So, yep, yep. So, um, just by, kind of by way of appreciation, we're uh, just going to go through and read, uh, read the responses that we got. These um, were on our Facebook page and the website. Yes. Um... We actually. Uh, Is there oh, any email? Did check. Uh, doesn't matter. It, they win. Whatever. Yep. Um, <laughs> we we actually only had one on our Facebook, and uh, that was from uh, Matt Adams. Uh, the, the question. I call him Adams. Matt. Okay. He probably does not like that. I I I, I yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. Um, the the contest was uh, to recap. To uh, you had to tell us how you would kill an orc. That's it. That's it. And That's literally um, it. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we got some pretty creative uh, responses, such as this one from Matt Adams. Mm -hmm. uh, in response to your Orcs Must Die 2 giveaway, I would treat them to death Douglas Adams style. Death by the slow, torturous reading of Vogon poetry. Chris, what's, uh, what's, what's Vogon poetry? Uh, po Vogon poetry is the uh, uh, national poetry of Vogus, which were the small uh, mole-like people in Mass Effect. That had the respirators? Those are Volus. Hmm? Those are Volus, not Vogus. Volus. What? Volus? What? Originally discovered by the Germans. I never played that game. Yep. Oh, okay. All right. I never played that game. All right. So. It means a whale's vagina. Moving on. Uh, Jake1896 said. When do you think he was born? Uh, 1896. Yep. Our oldest tower user. Still hanging in there. Oh. Uh, I, uh,. I thought this was kind of clever. Uh, I would make him sit and wait for Half-Life 3. Because <laughs> that game's never coming. Because it's never going to happen, right? Because <laughs> uh, he, he died of old age. Seriously, though, that game's not ever going to come It's out. never happening. Um, we got a couple of uh, anonymous um, responses, which... Uh, Guess what? You didn't win. Yeah, you didn't win, because even if you were anonymous, which I, I'm going to go ahead and say would have been okay, you didn't leave an email address. So we have Literally no, no way. there is no way to contact you to tell you that you won. So anonymous number one said, 
I would kill the orcs with a lighter, TNT, and cake. I will put TNT in the cake. The TNT will be the candles, so when they light the candles for the orc victory party, they will light the TNT, and they will blow up in orc chunks the end. <laughs> I read it that way because there was no punctuation. No, or capital letters. Or that. Sorry, Looney Tunes. Enigma writes... Chop off both its legs, and then shove them down his eye sockets, then chop off his arms and shove those down his throat, and watch it choke on its own blood. Alternatively, just shoot it until dead. Uh, yeah. It's pretty... It's pretty graphic. Yeah. You know, I, I I didn't realize when we started this contest that we would probably get some pretty graphic responses. Yeah. Some. You said be racist. You didn't say be graphic. I actually said the exact opposite of that. Oh. I said you can be as graphic as you want, but oh. don't be racist. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember what I said. I wasn't here. Yes, you were. Uh, Anonymous number two says, I would have Gabe Newell sit on him. <laughs> That's it. That's Half-Life 3 has been delayed another now, six months. come on. I mean, Gabe Newell, I'm sure Gabe Newell's a nice man. He looks. That's, he grew a beard lately. Have you seen him? No. He looks like Robin Williams. That sounds terrifying. It's really bad. Mm. Uh, unknown. Not the same thing as Anonymous. Nope. This person actually registered the name Unknown. He says, I will make they listen to Justin Bieber. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they will die. They will die. <laughs> Justin Bieber. He spelled Justin Bieber wrong. Oh, well, he can't win then. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, a piece of shit. It's a rock motron. Anonymous number three, <laughs> oh. who left an email address, so oh. you can win. Tiger Roar. Uh, don't don't say his fucking email address what? on the show. Uh, anonymous number three I says... Don't listen to that. I will first take his family hostage and tie them up in a random house. This sounds... Uh, I don't like the way this started. I have a very specific set of skills. Uh, and then <laughs> and then give him the address to said house. Once he comes over, I will let him untie his family, making him feel like a hero. That's when I will burn down the house, letting him die in happiness with his family. Wow. Wow. We have contacted the authorities. That's, uh... <laughs> oh, God. I hope you're answering the door tonight. Yeah. Uh, Joe SWG says... I will make them watch Octomom's porno. I'm a cold, heartless man, but I want Orcs Must Die too. <laughs> I it's simple, but I kind of like that one. I've seen it. Yeah, have you? Yeah. It's I would barely say, I would say it barely classifies as a porno. Yeah, it's just boring. Yeah, I would imagine so. Oh, China, the female wrestler? Yeah. She did a couple pornos. I know I knew there was at least one. Uh, she did one recently. It's an Avengers parody. Okay. And she she is She-Hulk. What is it called? It's called like the Avengers Born parody. Oh, all right. She's She-Hulk, so she's in green paint. Okay. In the spandex, like uh. That sounds terrible. Uh, the onesie. Yeah. The leotard. But it's a crossless leotard. Oh, she's <laughs> getting it. Just okay. Just getting slammed. Just getting it from you know other Avengers. Okay. That's terrible. All right. No, it sounds pretty bad. Uh, Kujan writes. I'd invite them over to my place and provide them with nice accommodations, and we'd have a fun orc party, listen to some sweet orc rock music, mm -hmm. and watch this hilarious orc movie. Oh, I've seen that one. I don't know what that is. What that. is that? It's Spies Like Us too. Oh. Alright. Okay. But it's got orcs in it instead of uh, Rick Moranis and Chevy Chase. Okay. Or Dan Aykroyd. Alright. Who was in that? I don't know. Me neither. And I'll serve them all lovely green mojitos containing my special ingredient. Ah. Oh. I love mojitos. And then I'll serve them a lovely green steak dinner containing, of course, the same special ingredient. Mm -hmm. When the party... It's, I was going to say it's cocaine, oh. but all right. 
Uh, when the party is finished, as they leave the house, my special pendulum axe will chop off all their heads, which will bounce delightfully along the green grass. Wow. Then, I will gather all the bodies and chop them up. Wow. Add some marinade wow. and refrigerate my special green ingredient for my next special orc party. What was the ingredient? The end. What was the ingredient? Orcs. I, I think the implication was that uh, he was making... The special ingredient was orcs. So he was feeding orcs orcs. What? Like like Scott Tennerman ate his parents in Chile. You ate your parents. Yeah. yeah. Na, 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 na. It's kind of like that. Uh, my secret ingredient, uh, when, when I used to bring cupcakes into the elementary school, it was cocaine. Uh, and they had eventually told me to stop coming to the elementary school, um, mostly because I was 22 years old. Oh, well, that... I, yeah, I didn't have any children there, so... Yeah. I was just showing up with cupcakes. Well, that, I mean, that is kind of weird. That yeah. I could understand them telling you not to. I had a cupcake truck. Yeah? It was actually just me pulling, like, a little Tex wagon behind me, but... Okay. Yeah, that's... Kids seem to enjoy it. Well, I mean, they would. They're stupid. Yeah. They don't know anything. No. Uh, Thydorius writes... Note, this would take place in a completely sterile environment, yep. much like a clean room. That is a sterile environment. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, confirmed. Yes. In this way, they could survive without their skin's protection. I have a question about clean rooms. Okay. We are going to have a clean room at our place of business soon. We are. What if you fart? If you fart, you've probably contaminated right? the clean room. I would imagine so. Right? Yeah. What do you do? Do they I, have, like, a vacuum? I have a feeling. This, is, I, this isn't confirmed, okay. but I have a feeling that... They will have a policy in place that says if you feel the need, you need to disrobe, like take off your 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 smock, yeah. and get out of there yeah. if Quickly. possible, yeah. and and do it out there. Can you imagine just shitting your pants in the clean room? Can you imagine the cleanup? That that's they would, that's really like the worst thing they that could happen. They would have to shut that room. fucker down and just yeah. wash. Spend everything. a week just just scrubbing everything down. That'd be a way to go out. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, back to Tidorius. Uh, I would prepare a thick paste of salt, water, oh. and ground ghost pepper. Oh, I've had that. Okay, what's that called? It's uh, my special ingredient. Oh, okay. Uh, I it would be just damp enough to stick when you touched it. I masturbate I would... with it. With ghost peppers? Does it get inside the the crumb? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I would prepare so much that I would fill a large tub pussy. with this concoction. <laughs> Next, I would take the orc and slowly peel its skin off. Not flay, mind you. I would merely slit the skin in certain places, embed some metal hooks into the skin at the edges, and pull. I would never yank. I would never spare the orc an ounce of pain. I would make them feel every single agonizing moment of separation from their own flesh. This may take hours. It may take days. It really depends. Sometimes I would suspend the orc and hook weights to the metal hooks and allow the weights to slowly pull the skin from their muscles. Maybe I would leave them in the dark. Maybe I would blare music or set up a random timer with loud noises to deprive them of sleep. (laughs) Finally, when every last ounce of skin was removed, when the orc was sobbing in their own madness, their mind retreating to shield their now broken will from their own existence... (laughs) I would throw them into the ghost pepper salt paste. Yeah. I would roll them in it. Yep. I would jolt them back to reality with such pain as they would not experience if they died and went to hell right then and there. After it was all said and done, I would use a healing potion, as we are assuming the orcs are from the same universe as orcs must die, and threaten to repeat the process if the orc did not kill another orc prisoner for my pleasure. (laughs) Oh my god! 
I would do my best to ensure it was a loved one of the orc. A child, a spouse, a parent. It matters not. Oh my god. <laughs> that's, uh... Wow. Yeah. I, that, that's actually really good. It is pretty good. I kind of like that one. It is pretty good. Okay. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we do have oh, a few more. Ben Tedder. Ben Tedder. Yep. He wrote that song, Brick. She's a brick and I prefer his cousin, Ted Better. Ted Better. Right? Yep. Yeah. He said... I, cousins are just your names with reverse <laughs> syllables, right? Yep. 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 Uh, my cousin's name is Cock Rolson. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'd place a giant sheet of bubble wrap paper on the ground so an orc would stop and playfully dance around, stomping and popping each bubble, then have a giant two-ton rubber ducky fall from the ceiling, crushing him. Ducky death! It's pretty good. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Yep. Uh, unknown, another unknown, Twilight Walker. Oof. Yep. Uh, he says, as tempted as I am to mention how I would kill an orc, I find Orc Must Die is not about killing a single orc, but many. So instead of killing an orc, I would kill them by the score, with blades that go wickety-whack and traps that go snickerty-snap. Mm -hmm. I would paint the walls with their gore, leading them in not one by one, nor two by two, instead four by four, or more. On and on, I'd lead them on until all the orcs are no more. It's pretty good. Bonus points for rhyming. Yeah. Like, yeah. hell yeah. It's like the Dr. Seuss of orc death. If only there was <clears> some <throat> racism in there. Clear front runner. Or sex. Sexy racism. You always get bonus points for sex with yep. us. Wait, that sounded nope. weird. Nope. All right. It. Okay. That's fine. Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Okay, so um, time to announce the winner. Oh, we deliberated about this for literally hours. Literally, this is actually tomorrow. Trying to figure out who who we liked best for this. Sexually. Sexually. Um, so uh, the winner is Cock Ralston. After <laughs> it's my cousin, bitches. <laughs> Uh, after after a lot of deliberation, <laughs> it's just you. Hey, I'm here to get my prize. It's me with a beard. Yep, and a polo shirt. <laughs> um, after a lot of deliberation, a couple of fist fights, some sexy sexy some, makeup, some sexy makeup time. Uh, here we go. Should we should we start <laughs> should we start with uh, with third? Don't, that's gonna pick up really bad. I know it's a drum roll. Should, should we start with uh, third place first? Sure. Yeah, let's do that. So, Price um, is right style. third place. I don't think they do that on Price is Right. I actually don't really know. Um, this was third place? Oh, uh, third place was uh, the special ingredient. So, Ducky Death did. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Uh, okay, so third place winner, um, whose prize is a. Uh, you, you basically get, get to pick anything out of our. KGB uh, swag bag. KGB swag bag. Uh, there's a shitload of stuff in there. What, yeah. do, what do we have in there? Some games, copies of Magicka, copies of... Uh, copies of Rift. Rift. Um, uh, Star Wars Old Republic pets. Oh, shit, yeah. T-shirts. Yeah, we got some T-shirts in there. There's a whole bunch of stuff. We'll send you a detailed list, winner. Who yeah. is... That, that one. Oh, I got it. Is it that one? Uh... That's the one about... Yeah, that's, a, that's the one. Okay. Kujen. 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 Don't. Do it at the same time. You're doing it at the same time. Kujen. Kujen. One, two, 
Kujem. Were we going on three or before? I was going before three. I was giving a false count of three to make clear time. Oh, okay. Uh, One, two. So, Kujem. Kujem. <laughs> third place winner is Kujem. Um, you, you won third place. Thank you. Congratulations, for, consumer. Thank you for your entry. Uh, <laughs> uh, second place winner, which is a copy of Orcs Must Die 2, goes for to... For Steam, yeah, it's, it is on Steam, uh, goes to uh, Tidorius, Tidorius for his insanely long, uh, very drawn-out, very graphic. Uh, I, you know, I, I have to say, I, I was actually kind of uh, unsettled yep. reading the first parts of it, but... Is that why you got an erection? That's what happens. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But you really pulled it together um, in the end, and uh, I like that. So... Congratulations! You got you got a copy of uh, Orcs Must Die too. Congratulations, consumer! And I hope they have computers in jail. Yes. And first place. First place goes to. That's a drum roll. That sounded like artillery fire. Goes to Twilight Walker. Twilight Walker. Twi- you want to try? Goes to Twilight Walker. Twilight Walker. Uh, congratulations! You win a copy of Orcs Must Die Two on yep. Steam, as well as an exclusive. Uh, Alienware uh, in-game skin. Wow, that's awesome. That's a great prize. Good for you. Congratulations to you. Congratulations. Thank you to everybody who um, participated in the contest. Mm -hmm. Thanks very much. Tell your friends. Better luck next time. Tell your friends. More contests coming soon. Always more contests coming soon. There will be another one coming soon, so stay tuned for that. Free copies of uh, Super Mario Sunshine. No. Do you have one to give away? Nope. Because I don't. Nope. How are we going to do that? You didn't think that through. All right. Happy Oni for PS2. I have that, but I'm not I, giving that away. I have it, actually. Oh, have you played it? Nope. It's good. I bet. It's real good. All right. So, uh, moving on to <laughs> burning question for answer. So hot. Oh, shit. I didn't know we were doing this. It, yeah, we are. All right. Why would we not do that? I don't know. We do it every week. I don't know where we are. What the fuck? <laughs> God. Did you just... <laughs> What are you doing? Target. Why? In your chair. Why do you have to do that? Because I had Tofurky. It's seriously, it's just fart fuel. Why do you do that to yourself? Because, you know, as a vegetarian, you can't have many things on your sandwich that constitute a hearty sandwich. You could have ham. That's true. Ham is not a vegetable. That's, yeah. There you go. See, it smells terrible. But it smells the same as when you eat it. I don't know what that means. Tofurky. Oh, I've never had tofurky. It's real bad. I have no idea what that is. It's real bad. Is it? Mm. Why do you eat that then? Because it, it tastes all right. Oh, then why is it real bad? Just because what it does to my insides. Oh, okay. All right. I gotcha. That gift of the uh, the black guy on the green screen. It's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> it is. It's quite good. Um, did we not have any respondents to our... No, we order? definitely did. No, we didn't. Yes, I did. <laughs> Apparently not. Great question for answer was... What is your favorite gaming magazine? Yeah, there was a bunch. Really? Where are they? I don't know. Because they're not here. No, it was, because I posted a picture of Game Players Magazine and stuff. I know that this conversation happened. On Facebook? Yes. Right there. Oh, there we yeah, go. Expand the comments. All right. So, oh, last week's burning question for answer so hot Damn was, it. Uh, "What is your favorite gaming magazine?" Just sitting in my own toilet at this point. Yeah, 
Like a fish. Yeah. That chair has got one in the garbage when you leave. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> Just burn it. Uh, so, super user. I'm going to go ahead and call him out. Super user John Newby. I call him said, power user. Power user John Newby said, uh, PC gamer. I grew up with it and watched it. You didn't the... say what the favorite the question was. Yes, I did. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. I said, what was your favorite gaming magazine? Yep. Uh, John Newby said, PC Gamer, I grew up with it and watched the different editor-in-chiefs come and go. The Veed was my favorite, but Logan is pretty awesome. Who's the Veed? I don't know who that is. It's a... What? It's a Biff Viderson. Yep. Yep. Steinberg. Yep. And uh, Andrew uh, Turbo also said, Andrew Turbo. PC Gamer. Wow. Yep. That's a little bit biased there. PC Gamer getting a lot of love. Yep. Patrick said, what did he say? I don't know. I Patrick wasn't here that day. No, he wasn't. Um, he said GamePro. Did he? Yep. And ga- and PC Gamer before he oh, even Jesus. had a PC. Oh, Jesus, Pat. It sounds like PC Break Gamer the is the, uh, the overall favorite there. I never read PC Gamer. I still get it. It's a really good magazine. I bet. Yeah, I like it a lot. It comes with a demo disc. Probably not anymore. Um, it occasionally does, yeah. but it's, it's not that good. I don't really like those. They used to be... Like, yeah, they're not the only way to get demos. They're not good yeah. anymore. So this week's burning question for Answer So Hot is: yep. What is your most embarrassing game purchase? The one that you bought. I mean, a lot of time people will buy you games that are All embarrassing, right. but this is the one that you knowingly bought that you're now embarrassed for people to see. For me, my answer to okay. give Chris time to think yep. about it is: uh, Enter the Matrix. I bought Enter the Matrix on PS2 because I was like, you know what? MMO? No. Uh, no, Enter the Matrix was a third-person action game where you play as uh, Jada Pinkett's character. Spread, spread the story between yes. the movies? Okay. Yeah, it was a side story. Between, okay. Yeah. Um, I was like, hey, you know what? Oni was pretty good. That's a game with shooting and martial arts. What other game has that? Enter the Matrix. Yep. And, um... It's not a good game. No? No. Who knew? And I'm really sad when uh, when I see it. Because I, 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 I look at it and I just think... What could have been? What could have been? That money could have gone to a better game. So that's that's it for me. Enter the Matrix. How about you, Chris? What is the game? Well, recently the only one I can think of is Backyard Wrestling 2. Yeah, uh, how shameful was that when you bought that? Like, the, was the guy giving you a look at the at the cash register? Well, the thing is, uh, GameStop kind of threw away all of their PS2 cases. Oh. So now all their PS2 games, I don't even know if they're there still, are just in those, like, cheap paper with the cellophane window. Oh, okay. So you gotta go through, like, hundreds of shitty PS2 it, games. It's like the new version of flipping through vinyl at yes, a record store. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I was just digging, 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 digging. Looking for some hits. Looking for some hits. And uh, I could not find fucking Backyard Wrestling 2, so I had to ask for it. Like, for oh. the dude to, like, oh. help me. All right. And uh, it was there. It was in, like, the eyes or something. Oh, that's weird. Or the T's for There Goes the Neighborhood. Okay. But, yeah, I bought that. $6. Pretty good game. Um, you know, I would have been embarrassed when I, I bought you uh, Fusion Frenzy 2. Yeah, no, but I, good. I specifically told the guy, what's the shittiest game you have? Right. Well, I did buy Pat uh, Duke Nukem Forever for his birthday the other, a couple months ago. I feel like that might not be that embarrassing, though. I feel like almost everybody knows you're buying that for yeah. irony. Yeah. So <laughs> you don't really have to worry about that. $4 well spent. Way to go. Yep. Very nice. Also, when I was a kid... Uh, it's not embarrassing, but it's aggravating. 
I went to Toys R Us. Okay. Did you ever go to Toys R Us in like the late eighties, early nineties? I don't Do you remember know. it. No, I I don't know. Maybe uh, to buy a video game, they would have printed out uh, covers. I definitely don't remember this. Of the front and back of the game cases. Okay. And they were like laminated, and they were just hanging on a wall. Okay. And beneath the cover was like a little ticket. Yeah. And you took one of the tickets. Okay. And you had to walk all the way back up to the front of the store and go to the customer service window, which was like behind bulletproof glass, inexplicably. <laughs> okay. Like a bank teller. Yeah. And you had to slide your ticket in there, and they would go get you the game. Okay. So I had the ticket for Sonic Spinball. Ugh. Because I had like a... Because uh, you had shitty taste. I had shitty taste and like a gift certificate. Okay. And uh, Only for Sonic Spinball? It was either Sonic Spinball or like a Virtual Boy. Oh. Uh, I was going to put money towards. What? Okay. It was like 95. Okay. Um... No. I want to say that happened at the same time, but it couldn't have been. Maybe. Close. We'll see. Pretty close. Um, so I was carrying around. I was all excited to get my Sonic Spinball. And uh, my dad's like, you know, I don't really... I don't think that you want that. Oh, uh, you your, get, your dad was yeah. a smart man. He's like, you should get this. And it's NHL Hockey. Okay. Which I love NHL Hockey. Oh. I already had NHL Hockey 94. Okay. And uh, this was the original one. This was NHL Hockey 93. Oh. But my dad didn't understand that it was the older version of a game I already had. And, like, my dad was telling me to get this game. So, like, you know, I got to get NHL Hockey. So I, I bought it. And well, I mean, what you should have told him was, well. Fuck off, old man. Buy me both of them. Stop then. raping me. Just buy me both of them. Uh, so I, I bought NHL Hockey, and I just, it was an old version of a game I had a better version of already. Wow, that sucks. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, piece of Man. shit. But years later, I did play Sonic Spinball. Yeah. And it's bad. It's really bad. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And then you shove that copy of NHL 93 up your dad's ass. Yep, that's why he's dead now. Yep, yep. Silicone poisoning. Yep, because they make games out of silicone. Silicon. Yep. Whichever. So, listeners, answer in the comment section for your KGB Radio Comic-Con. episode 40. Comment section. What is the most embarrassing game that you've bought? What is it? Tell me now. Call well, in. We don't. What's your phone number? No. Oh. Nope. 518. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I think we're going to. Just leave rock voicemail. I think we're going to get out of here. Uh, let's see. Follow us on Twitter at known underscore griefers. Um, write to us at knowngriefers at gmail.com and uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash knowngriefers. Um, special thanks to Craig Candico from geekenstein.com for joining us tonight. Check out his website as well. Chris, do you want to say goodbye? I don't. Oh, I'll, I don't know how to respond to that. All right. We're out of here. Goodbye. Goodbye.